Hello and welcome to this special one shot of how Peter calls it Carlos or uh, how I call it rending the veal. This is a dark and greedy demon hunting one shot. And with me tonight, uh, Philip playing uh, Remulus, who's an altered human. Hmm. Bex playing uh, Megara, who is an alien. A demon. Alien and alien demons, I think. Not in this world. I'm Kirsty, and I'll be playing Hazel, who is um something else, an apothecary. Yes, that's 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 it. Uh, and Peter playing Vidric the blacksmith. So uh, for this one shot, what I decided to do is have a mesh of uh, uh, an idea that I have in this dark and gritty world sort of like a fantasy, it's a, it's a mirror image of, it's, it's a very dark mix of uh, Gotham meets the worst parts of Moria from the Lord of the Rings. Um, but also I wanted to keep it very simple with the system. So the system we're using is an old system called the Judge system, uh, owned by TSR back in the day when they owned all other games like Dungeons and Dragons and yeah, yeah. things like that. Um, it's a very simple system. Only uses is a one D one hundred, and that's it. Um, character sheets were bespoke. They rolled using the Marvel superheroes uh, game that used this system, uh, and um, we just brought things from that perspective into the game. So. Uh, when uh, Bex is, says that she's an alien, it's basically because she's not from this world. She's from another world, so she has other abilities. So right now, let's let's dive into it as we do small backlash, uh, backlash, no, back, Flash. flashbacks, flashbacks, that one. Because English is important when you're storytelling in English. So, um... The four of you already know each other, know, have known each other for several years now. Uh, for the last few years, you have been looking and hunting for these demon, these, well, for, for the others, it's just this man that can tear apart the division, the veil between this, this world and the afterlife or hell actually that specific part of the afterlife where megara comes from and uh, now she's trapped in this realm and she needs a way to go back and the only way is to find this person so this lieutenant of let's call it the armies of hell a guy that answers, well, you know now that as a mortal, he answers to the name of Stuart. Very non-distinct Stuart. But his demon name is Garxix. Okay. That's what I like it. Okay. Uh, so Stuart is a nondescript guy. In a, in a city that is very, it's both massive and small. It's, it's, it's large and oppressive. It is a city that sits right 
at the verge of it's two mountains that meet in that little valley so it's mostly vertical so it's it's a small flat area that is mostly vertical tall structures uh some of the of the the shanty towns are like on the ladders of this so it's always going up so people live literally on top of one another it's very dark and gloomy and rainy most of the time now this city city of dinar is the place where you have followed galaxix and where you think he can be brought to justice magara you are standing in front of a mirror using your human visage of the arbiter what do you see in the mirror describe it for folks so, in the camera so i am fairly young about 17 years old blue eyes and short blonde hair um and quite a slight bill so uh, and i guess i'm wearing i think probably robes or whatever the right thing for an arbiter to wear as yeah you're, you're wearing the the arbiter's uh robes and and, uh, and the sash yes that that marks you as uh, as someone that is basically an arbiter you're upholding the the laws in in, in the city of dinar now you're looking at the mirror confirming well trying to get a hold of your friend trying to get a, trying to get a hold of, of Rijar, who shows up on the other side of the mirror and for a second there you see in the mirror behind him part of the haziness and the ashes of home and the uh, and you've been amongst mortals long enough to understand that that little uncomfortable yet slightly happy emotions, nostalgia, you're yearning to go back. Back to a life of torturing souls and all blah, yada, 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 but it's just going yeah. back. Yeah. So he is on the mirror and says, he's there. I know. He opened two more rifts. Two? Yes. He's preparing for something big, Megara. We traced him here. This... How long do you think we have? We need and to take some sort of action quickly. He just squints in, 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 in his demon, demonic face. His demonic face is like squashed and it's sort of like his head is on a V shape. And his eyes are big but they're bulbous but they're covered by these thick big uh, eyelids and he squints and tries to think and forces his green filled with pointy teeth i i think it's it's not long now he was doing drills i think he's planning to move an army in well, we chased him here. He wasn't prepared for that. And that's what caused him to uh, to leave. He's so it's possible he's been planning this for some time. He still hasn't recovered from your last encounter. Well, he won't recover from this one. And bring him back, no matter what. I'll be waiting with the executioners. 
You bring him back, Megara. I will. And then he just steps back into the smoke. And then it's just your reflection. I check that I still look like I should. Like a mortal, like a yes. Mortal. Like a human, yes. Yeah, you know, no, you had, yeah. Like the emotion of this hasn't. Um, and then I think I want to try and get hold of uh, these guys. Okay. So we live in we've lived in the city for a period. in the same city. You're you have you've moved to in the city for the last. Yeah, you've been living here for a few months already. So I think probably I'll start with uh, <coughs> Romulus. Okay, so. On your way to one of the houses, sort of like in the shacks, in the shanty town, uh, in the lower levels, you walk in the, you know, the, the, they're very narrow, the couple streets, and there is this, this lack of actually a smell. Like, it's very windy, so it's not like a, a, a like the stench of this place would linger for long. But you, the, the more you approach the place, the, the stronger it gets. And, uh, and you hear just a shuffling of feet, people walking up and down the hill, minding their own business, making sure that their steps in the sort of wet and muddy stone don't slip. You get to a place where with, a, with an old door, no painting, all wooden and stone, uh, with some, it's very old and, and, and withered, and slight splinters. This is Remulus' house. Uh, I'll knock on the door. Hello? Uh, Remulus, it's me. All right. Might I enter? Sure. Come to the door. And on the other side of the door, you can see... Yeah. Yeah. Remulus is, uh... He's early, th early, th early 30s, but... His uh, his physical features they are there's heavy scarring sort of also mauled um, quite quite deeply that seems to have healed over but yeah it's um, this is not a pretty face it's just it has just been mauled quite yeah. deeply um, the uh, contraption on the on his hand. Megara, I thought uh, might be relevant to let you know, Galaxix is here. More than that, he's planning something big, I think. Uh, now, rather intend to take him back to where we both came from. But I thought you might want in on this, as might the others. After all, you have a uh, more justifiable grievance with him, perhaps, than others. Yes. Uh. We're going to have to find him. We're going to have to take appropriate action against him. Now, I'm taking him back, but... Uh, well, I rather think it's up to you what condition I take him back in. Thank you. Let's, uh, let's get the others. And as that conversation happens, f flashbacks, it comes back to that night. That night in which you came to the aid of the blacksmith. That night in which a portal to somewhere, somewhere you didn't know at the time, but you know now is to the afterlife, was open. And you tried with your very basic knowledge of, of magic from the academy, very, very rudimentary skills, tried 
as you as you could, but you died, and you know you were brought back. You know you were brought back by Megara, by Hazel, and with the help of Vitric. But you're still. You see it in your body. You see it in your scars. You see it in the crystal that sits in your chest, holding on the, the the infection that is the essence of hell. Now hammer is ringing on the black on the smithy, and um, Vedric is working the day away, just pretending he's a normal, upstanding citizen, not letting other people know that he's actually here to regain something that he owed at some point. Can you describe Vidric for us? So Vidric is a uh, white man in his mid-twenties. He has shoulder-length brown hair and a full beard. Uh, he's got quite a prominent, sharp-looking long nose, and he has that tan that one gets from working many of their hours alongside a forge. Um, but for a smith, he's not as big or bulky or broad as most smiths might be. Um, he looks like someone who does work quite a lot in the, in the, at the forges, but maybe not as much as other smiths might. Um, someone approaches you in your shop. Okay. It's, um, it's a woman in her early to mid-40s, perhaps. And uh, she, she's coming covered, you know, with a shawl and, and veal from the rain. And when she comes in, she, she uncovers. She has some gray hairs. And you can see a little bit of the passage of time in her face. Uh, she greets you with a smile. Uh, not a full set of teeth, but still uh, warm and, uh, and a bit shy. Um, hello, blacksmith. Um... Come in, good woman. Come out of the rain. Um, I, w I was hoping my my husband has has some things he he needs to 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 order from from your shop. Um, they are some some utensils. Do you do those for a farm, right on the outskirts? Of if you can name it, good woman, I can make it. Oh, he needs well, he needs a sickle, and uh, and probably a pair of thongs. Uh, and then, and, and well, may, may, maybe some some horseshoes. Yes, of course. When does he need them by? Before your soul is lost. Sorry, say that again. You heard me, Patrick. Before your soul is lost, forever. Who are you? I'm just one of the emissaries of Gar6. Well, if you're one of the emissaries of Gar6, then you can pass a message back, which is my soul will not be lost forever. I mean, that's not what he said. Apparently, you won your bet. Against him, but your original bet is still lost. Well, that's because he hasn't held up his end of the bargain. Is that why you've come? Have you come 
Is he finally going to do what he's been supposed to do for years? No, I think it's your challenge was interrupted. My challenge was not interrupted. I was successful. If he had the the good grace to make an appearance, I would show him just how successful I was. You succeeded? Of course I succeeded. Show me. Fine. Take a seat. I'll be back. Just wait there for you. So I will go and put on my armor. Okay. Describe it, please. So it's uh, a suit made of kind of two layers. There is a fairly simple uh, suit of plate mail and then over it a set of kind of cobbled together chain links and plates that seem to have been grabbed from a number of sources and then basically fixed together in something of a hurry and then refined in the years uh, that have passed. And between those two layers of armour there is something that seems to move. Sometimes it just seems like the plates are darker than they should be on the, the inner set. But sometimes it is as if there is nothing beneath the, uh, beneath the links on the inner set, as if there is a gap or a void or a space. Um, and, uh, yeah, the, uh, the armour on the inside, the metal seems darker than it should be at all times. Whereas the armour on the outside um, is slowly darkening over time in places, as if the as if the colour is being leached from it. So you walk out. This is like that is not the challenge. I have a good memory. Emissary, messenger, lackey. What's your official title? You will respect me. And for a second, you see the visage. And you know that is not from around here. It reminds you of Megara when she loses it. Yeah. So, well, your master has hardly behaved worthy of respect, so why should I respect you? The deal was to craft something out of nothing. Yes. That was the challenge. Yes, and your master opened a plenty nasty piece of nothing in our world. So, and here it is. So, and from it, let me craft something. So I will open part of the, the plate up to allow some of this energy to escape. And from that energy, I will craft a blacksmith's hammer. Okay. Um, can you do me... Um... Dark force manipulation check a creation roll. Yes. Let me know what type of feat it is. Um, so I got a ninety-nine. So that's a red feat. A red feat. Okay, that is you create a, a a full blacksmith hammer that l looks so real. It's uncanny. It it actually looks real you know by the weight by the feel that it's made of this sort of void energy it's made manifest solid materialized but more importantly you feel it tingling in the direction of this creature comes from that realm on the other side of the gate it resonates with it you figure that if you were to smash her 
with a this right now, it would do more than a dent. Okay. So in that case, I will say, would you like to feel the hammer? He recoils from it. I will tell him. I will tell him to come. He might want to make another deal with you. Well, he'll have to resolve the first deal before we make a second. Fool me once, shame on me, eh? And for a second, her face goes back. And this time you see it slightly clearer. She looks so much like Megara. We'll be back for sure. She just turns, as she turns, she puts the cloth over her head and walks down into the rain. Um, have I got any nails handy? Yeah, of course, you're in a, you're in a black space. Here. I think I'm going to take one of those nails mm -hmm. and as she's turning to go, I'm going to go and hammer it through her ankle into the floor. So she can't go anywhere. Because it strikes me oh. that she knows where this demon is, and my friends will probably want to talk to her. Good call. <laughs> Ouch. Um, okay. Um, do do uh, uh, an attack roll. It's a, a blunt in, uh, blunt weapons attack. Blunt weapons attack. Okay. Uh, so that is a a green green feet. Green feet. And, well, you're not nailing her to the ground, but you are crippling her. Like, her foot is, like, you, you managed not only to put the, the, the big nail, but the, the hit with your hammer is enough to crush her ankle. And that's when you remember, oh, yeah, Megara turns into a mortal when she is. <laughs> so you just, you just destroyed a mortal's foot, like... Anyone being molded to the ankle. Okay. And of course, she starts screaming. And you know that will draw the attention of the guard. I'll say to her, I'll raise the hammer again. I'll say one chance to shut up. Oh, that, that's oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, yep. She will shut up. <laughs> Good. Ooh, escalate. <laughs> um, I'm going to direct her back to her seat fairly forcefully. Uh, okay. You, you, you. Basically, drag her to her seat. She's bleeding, of course, and some people are approaching. But is your. I mean, she's quiet, although in pain. Do I have. Do I, do I know where these people dwell? You know where they live, yeah. Okay. They, they operate. Um, do I. Can I see a urchin? Who might require want some coin? Well, yeah, actually, after the the screaming and the yelling, a couple more than a couple of people just show up. Okay. Even though it's raining. Cool. I'll say to them, I'll I'll, I'll take some coins, mm -hmm. or if I don't have coins, anything of value that I've got, and I will say, I need you to fetch some people for me. I'll pay you. And there is a kid runs straight inside the shop. And you can see he he is definitely benefiting from the rain, as you can see how the dirt is being cleaned away <laughs> from him. Okay, so I'll give him some coin, mm -hmm. and I'll say, same again when you're back, and then I will describe these charming people. 
and ask him to and where they live. Yeah. Okay. And I want them, and I'll say, tell them to come now. Okay. So you're doing anything else in the in, in the meantime? Room? I'm going to menace this old woman slash demon from hell. <laughs> I, I'm just going to basically make sure that she's not trying to do anything. If so she looks like she's going to try and do anything, I will apply my hammer. <laughs> Until such time she stops doing something. <laughs> First one, pounding on the door, Hazel, um, of your uh, of your little shop of herbs, apothecary, and other medicines mm -hmm. and remedies. Uh, and there's this little kid that's pounding on the door, and as he goes in, Mrs. Mrs. The blacksmith. The blacksmith is looking for you now. Now you have to come with me now. Now, now I'll get more coin now. Please hold. She'll pack up the thing she was working on, like put away like some uh, herbs, put things where they belong, make sure everything's clean, and then follow after probably. Oh yeah, we have a rogue mic. So, describe Hazel. Uh, Hazel is this uh, girl in her early 20s. She's got long brown hair, which she wears in braids, which are kind of coiled around her, around her shoulders. She has hazel-colored eyes, which is probably where the name comes from. And it's like she's always permanently squinting a little bit. Uh, what stands out about her the most, though, is that she always carries this wolf skin around her shoulders. And this wolf is uh, perfectly preserved. It's like it's fresh off of the corpse, almost. Except that its eyes are missing. But she always wears that on her. Okay. And the, the, the fur on it, is this like copperish red you mentioned? Yes. Yeah. Um, so you're, you put on your wolf skin, put on the head of the wolf over your head, and walk into the rain um of course the little the little child asks you do you know where it is or if you need uh, if you know where the blacksmith is or if you need guiding back and the moment you tell him that you know where it is he, he, he hears when when you start that he starts running <laughs> oh all right and she'll make her way over there trying to stay as sheltered as possible through the rain okay you were already on your way to yes. see the others. Well, yeah, I, would, I guess would have been heading to his shop. Like, that's where I would have been. To either of their shops. Yeah. Um, there's going to be a very disappointed little guy somewhere crying. <laughs> since he couldn't find the other people. Uh, but yes, eventually you will... Actually, you will get there before her. Because you were already on your way. Uh, when you get there, there is a woman. The woman I described... And uh, you can immediately see that she has one of her legs, like, smashed. Oh, I mean, I assume you'll know that. Yeah, I'm, I'm there. I'm, in, I'm, I'm stacked up my armor. I'm carrying a hammer. He's carrying the armor he used to close the rift. Okay. So I will I'll just kind of glide into the room um, and say... New customers or new customer policy? Not exactly. You know, it's funny. I've been thinking we've been going around this all wrong for some time. 
it'd be much better if we could get him to come to us rather than all of this constant asking around and well, searching. Well, depends and... on the circumstances or the techniques one uses to get people to come to them. Well, no sooner had I had this thought that this good woman, or so I first thought, came into the shop to say hello. She hasn't quite given me her name or title, but I believe she is a lackey of some sort of Garxix. And uh, she was going to take back a message on my behalf, but then I realised you would probably want to speak to her yourself first. And, uh, and no doubt then you can take us all to your master. We can go from there. Do you know each other, by the way? So... You do not recognise this... This looks like a normal mortal person to me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is a quick uh, question about my understanding of the world. Um, is it possible, or is it, is it like common practice, that this would be an, an actual demon, or that he, he might have possessed this, like a normal mortal person? Roll your occult lore. It's basically make a, a reason roll. For those of you wondering why you didn't hear Eating. any... What does that come it's, it's because Bex has a 1d100. Um, a, a single die. It's yellow. Otherwise known as a ball. Mm. Or it, she basically has a, a golf ball. ball. A golf ball. Don't mock my balls. So it's a yellow <laughs> tag. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we can save that for the outtakes with so, <laughs> Yellow tag is spiritual possession. What you can see. This is like... You you have manifested physically in this world. Yep. Some people that know how to work with their essence, you know how to work with it, but you drain essence yes. from others. They drain their souls, their life force. But other people, instead of draining in, go out, and some of them push it through the veil into a mortal. This looks like possession. So she can sort of manifest some of those features. Okay, I'll say. But this is still a mortal. Okay, I'll say. This isn't one of mine. This is a mortal. This no, I, no I've, seen, I've seen her face. It doesn't always look like that. You've seen me. spiritual possession. I wouldn't expect you to know what it is or understand. Nonetheless, it is uh, not a physical manifestation of someone from my world. So you have, in fact, smashed the ankle of a normal person. Well done. <laughs> yeah. So... <clears throat> but... In point of fact, there is a question about whether or not she has remained attached to this body. Wait, 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 wait. Are you saying that inside this ordinary woman is one of you? Possibly. Might have left already. I mean, either yes or no. There was clearly one here when you waylaid her. You see her having the same expression, looks, and mannerisms, <laughs> so it doesn't look like she has departed. Awesome. I can't see that, that she looks like this, though. No. Well, you, you haven't... Uh, he I, hasn't seen any change okay. that can indicate otherwise. I know quite a few old women in my time, and most of them don't behave like this with a broken ankle. True yep. that. I, trust me as the expert on the matter of human beings in oh, general. I'm, Certainly an expert on human anatomy. And the appropriate... This 
leg is shattered. What on earth were you doing? Well, I was... I, I mean, was... they're stopping someone from running and there's crippling someone. <laughs> I assumed you'd want to talk to them. I mean, I do want to talk well, to them. Well, then, you're but welcome. there are many ways of uh, getting people to talk that don't involve... You arrive in this <laughs> argument. Hey, she's just in the doorway for a second watching this happen. Oh, Hazel. Hi. Yes. Now, in oh, fact, I was already on my way here before you waylaid this lady. Oh, I was going to give that boy extra money, but no, good, good. Saves me some coin. The one I sent to find you. Oh, well, he oh, found us. Oh, good, yes. good. Well, in point of fact, I happen to know that uh, Garg Six is planning something big. He's taken two. Hey, wait, 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 wait. What? This is a servant of Gox, it's at least wearing the body this of a, a good woman, anyway. This is a person being possessed by yes. possibly a demon. I mean, there's, this is, there are semantics and there are semantics and this is important uh. differentiation. So, you don't come from here. Well, you don't come from where I come from. Like, I, don't I come certainly from don't, and I have no intention of going there either. No good, I need to take Gox back there. This... And you t all of your turn... And right behind you, it's a man, well-dressed, with a nice wool cloak, knocking on the door, on the open door of your smithy. It's like, my, my. Didn't expect to see you all here. And he starts walking, approaching the woman. I'm going to step between him and the woman. I assume I don't recognise this man. No. Remus is, uh, Remus, although having moved, been moving towards towards Hazel, is stepping between Hazel and... I'm catching this bloke by the arm, turning him to face me. <laughs> so, you are all very confrontational with a poor guy. I mean, well, I'm not, right? <laughs> He came here with an attitude, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he turns to the... You, you spin him around and he just immediately... Erini? I'm fine. Hmm. And you would be? Is that you, Makara? Nifty trick. Looking better than you. Well, I, I myself have managed to improve on my tricks as well. But I, I think, I think you and I have to have a conversation regarding uh, our bet. I think tampering. From third parties, invalidate the terms of the bed, and we need to engage in it again. Uh, what you need to do is return with me to where we're both from. That's what's going to be happening. And, that, and that's how you're going to take me? Oh, not like this. Yeah. I'm not going with you anywhere. But you, my friend, Remulus, looking lively. This is probably the moment where Hazel will step out from behind Remulus and stand in front of him instead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I recognize that wolf. He was my friend. 
Not anymore. <laughs> As I recall, you weren't concerning yourselves with the proper time and placement for the death of anyone when you came here. See, things that I found a way in and out. But not only out of our home, but into other places. Not many, though. This is one. A couple more. And I think I'm getting the grasp of it. Now, let's not get distracted from our main business. We had a bet. The bet was, could I make something out of nothing? Now, your lackey here has seen the evidence of that being true. Is that not correct, lackey? I'll look at the woman on the bench. He extends a hand, like, for them to, to hold hands. He said, it's okay. If, if it, Have you seen it? I'm not going to let the old woman touch his... Okay. He's not going to let that happen. Just, just, <laughs> I let my role before it. No, no, it's okay. I mean, you're in, in between. Yeah. He's trying to, yeah. you know, reach past you. Yeah. And she coyly nods. So you have created something out of nothing. Yes, would you like the proof of it? Yes. So this is the something out of nothing. That is a hammer. So be lucky you saw it created. She was about to come and tell you, but it seems you've come here yourself. At last, crawl out of the woodwork to honor your agreement, right? No. Well, there was no third-party tampering here. I made it in front of your lackey. The deal is done. I have not seen it. You want me to do it again? Yes. Ah. Uh, you don't trust the word of your... That is, that is immaterial. We had a deal. I placed a bet. You are to create something out of nothing. I need to see it for myself if I'm going to pay. Well, well, had, had you not run, run away, you, you would have seen it before. Hmm. Mind, if it doesn't work, you lose the bet. And you have one try. Be careful, the drug. Do you want to proceed now? Your lackey has already agreed that I've succeeded and was going to tell you of the fact. But fine. I'm good enough. Okay. What are you going to create? Wait and see. So I will put down the hammer, such as it is, and I will, and which of course will go away, as it were. Yeah. Uh, and this time. He looks at it a little puzzled when it disappears. And this time I'm going to create, oh, I don't know, um, probably. Uh, another hammer, but more like a, a blacksmith's. Sorry, no, more like a, um, a war hammer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, this is a yellow check. Yellow check, that's good. So you proceed, you do the same yeah, tear, and, and, 
the others can see in his eyes when you reach for it you can feel it you can feel Remulus a little bit of pulsation in the crystal as this guy gets agitated that is wonderful absolutely wonderful so the bet has been won yes you have won the bet I will get this I get your soul good you want it now? Yes. Uh, well, I, then I think you have to. You got to come with me. I'm not leaving. I told you we're going back. You don't have any business taking his soul or anyone else's ahead of time, outside of time. No, no, no. This is slightly different. He's he's making sure my soul isn't taken ahead of time. He doesn't have that right. No. It is not his place, and he isn't intended to be here. Well, uh, that, all that is not a matter for discussion. I believe you have not been transparent with your friends, Vidrig. Would you care to explain, Megara, how am I helping you avoid an untimely soul misplacement? You, of course, would not want to be bored with the details. So to bring this no, to a swift... I'd like all of the details. Begin at the beginning. Now, I do not have the time for the whole beginning. So how about I leave and we see each other later? Can I take her with me now? No, you're not going anywhere until this is resolved. I'm owed what's mine on behalf of this pact. Absolutely. Yes. You'll have to come with me so I can make that happen. A long time ago, for various reasons, I found my soul to be in a place that I did not want it to be, such, uh, you know, on the, the other side of this business. And, well, it's, it's complicated. But the point is, the point is, is that I had a way to get around this, and I made an agreement with this fellow here, and an agreement I have now won, and in return my soul will return to me, so that when I die my soul will go wherever it is supposed to go, not stolen by a, a demon. He sold his soul, Megara. I was young. He made a bargain and sold. Foolish child. You deserve all that comes to you in this. Well, it's a molding. All you deserve, all you will get from him. Make no mistake about it, you may think you've won this. So as you can see, Megara, I'm helping him get his soul back from Modin. That's basically it. I see. That's where me going in and out is helpful. Don't you want his soul restored? I want his soul treated in the appropriate way at the appropriate time. Which is exactly what you should want. That's where we disagree. But I grow tired of this. Now. Get out of my way. No. 
So, so you're, you're going, going to, to go, go now to get, get my soul correct, and you wish me to come with you to do that. I'm leaving. If you want to come, you come. But I'm taking her with me. And he starts walking towards you. Straight to the woman. Straight for the woman. Are you doing anything? I am not blocking him this time. Okay. He just puts his hand over her face. And that's where you see. You see the spirit. You see it leap from the woman into the sleeve, into the inside of his clothes. And the woman, as, as she is, you know, taken by the moment, then she sits and relaxes and immediately starts screaming in excruciating pain. I'll say, Hazel. Yes, on it. And, <laughs> and during the distraction, he starts walking away. This woman who just started screaming. Mm. What's my perception of her metaphysical state of being? Should she be alive or not? Yes, she should be all right. Okay. No, should she be alive? Yes, yes. I mean, they... they She'll be all right. Well, because if she's not, then I would just kill her. Yeah. But, but yeah, okay. She, she's still... Your, your death side says, not her time yet. Fine. In which case, I follow him. He's walking yeah. under the rain. Are you doing anything, Remulus? I'm going to... Do not think about it. You stay here. And Hazel will start on this lady's foot if it's in any way possible still. So he gets to um, in front of one of the houses in, in a street not far away from where he is. And it's a, a door you've seen many times. You know for a fact that he does not live there. And he puts a hand in the wood on the door and turns and sees you meets your eye you know you should stay here you dispensing law in this world is the righteous thing to do and why on earth would I take your advice about what is a righteous thing to do because I've seen many others Megara what do you mean what do you think happens to us when we die? We don't die. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> then our purpose is to deal with these. Why do you think we have an executioner? And he just pushes the door. And you feel it again. And you feel the portal opening. He, f he has found a way for a long time how to jump between worlds between dimensions and he just steps through it and slams the door shut before you can reach it back at the store at the, at the blacksmith this woman you have to basically set her foot again mm -hmm. and she's of course a lot of pain Mm -hmm. uh, what do you tell her? Like, she doesn't know where she is and why does it hurt, hurt so much and why is her ankle all destroyed? Well, her leg. She can barely see it. She looks at it. Like, oh, my God. And then she just covers her face. 
She is in pain. She is. It's very clearly. Also disorientated. She doesn't know. Uh, while Hazel is trying to fix up her foot, she'll turn to Fidrick and go, Thank you so much for calling me over this quickly. I can't believe you let this happen. Um, you should really, really be more careful with what you make people lift. Um, you, maybe you should have just walked with her. So no, 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 no. I, I think what you mean is it's, it was a terrible accident, and it's lucky that I saw her and brought her into my shop and called for your assistance. Yes, absolutely. I agree. Remulus is slumped against the wall. <laughs> Are you covering your face and features? Yeah. Okay. With, with normal clothes that he's been worn. I'll, I'll say to this uh, woman, I'll say, but, but the, the good news is you are in the best of hands. <sighs> a, a, a true miracle worker, this one. If anyone can have you right as rain again, it's Hazel here. What happened? I will pay for all of the treatments. The least I can do, seeing as you had the misfortune to be injured outside my shop. So eventually you'll spin a story about <laughs> something, <clears throat> but in, in the meantime, uh, could you do a Psyche roll, please? Psyche roll, oh boy. Tell me what type of fit it is. Uh, that will be a yellow. Yellow feet. <clears throat> so you're listening to this conversation and you're just, you know, covering yourself and and then you hear it. You hear, you feel, first you feel like a little hum, like a little small vibration. It's just very tenuous from your chest. Like it's the crystal. You feel it like struggling. It's slightly uncomfortable. It's not painful, but it's as it is, as if it was fighting harder than usual to contain what's in you and you hear in your head you're holding on tightly to a part of me and I want it back Megara yes I'm heading back to the shop mm -hmm. that remote sitting on having, the floor having, having you know noted that this this, yeah, he did what he did at this place. But I have a little to think about. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, obviously, I'm not miles away from the shop. No, you're <laughs> fairly close, yeah. So, um, so I will arrive back, I guess. Um, what's happening with the girl? She's still making a lot of noise. Oh, the woman, well, she is in pain, but Hazel has given her something to, you know, first to deal with the pain and also she's fixed her foot as best as, he, as she could. Okay. Um, she's a little confused and a little groggy for, it's, she basically drugged her, like nature drugged her, so it's like mushrooms or whatever. And, um, and she's asking, why is an arbiter here? Am I in trouble? Are you in trouble? Oh, oh no, no, no. Is the stone that hit me in trouble? It's, uh, it's a matter that uh, is all in hand, but you don't need to worry, good woman. You just be comfortable. Yes, I'm, uh, I'm sure I can take your statement another time. I'll uh, take the blacksmith statement here. As uh, this happened um, 
just outside my shop. Outside his shop. Amazing, some of the uh, the ruffians we have in the street. Real. What a lucky individual you are, young woman. Yes. Good job you had the good fortune to collapse just outside my shop. Well, who knows what could have happened. She doesn't know what's going on. Poor girl. You completely got lighter. I am... Um... And and she's taken away eventually by someone who can take care of her. Okay, so so the, so at the point where she is not there, yeah, then um, then we can talk. Um, thank you for putting that back together. Oh, that's that's quite all right. I had some some questions about what happened just now. Thank you. Rules seem fairly self-explanatory to me. Really, especially the part when, um, you know, Garksix mentioned, I found, I found a way to open doors to other places. Yes, I mean, that's and very bad. I mean, assuming, of course, we believe that no, other places. No, just the idea of more other places than yours and mine. Well, he's probably lying. How can you be certain? Did you, did you, what did you do to him? Did you, did you follow him? Did you, have you done something to him? Oh, yeah. No, he's gone. Well, he's gone for now. But he went through a door that he opened. I imagine similar to what he was describing here. I'm not sure where it led. Well, we could go and look. I'm not sure it will still be there. And besides, I don't think that's a good idea. I mean, I can say, based on this young woman here, that if things don't work out with Garxix, you could well have a career for yourself where I come from. I mean, you are clearly skilled in uh, devising punishments with nails. I thought I thought she was like you. Her face changed. Oh, so I can look forward to this then, can I? You're always so literal, Megara. She came here, made threats to me on behalf of Garxix, and then I decided that I would, uh, I would Catch her here and then bring you all so that we could we could go from there. I didn't realize it was some poor woman with a, a spirit in her. I thought I thought she was just assuming a human form like you. Misunderstand me. I'm paying your compliment. Oh, oh well. Then thank thank you. I mean, point of fact, it's an exceptional skill to be able to cause pain of that magnitude in such a small space of time with the kind of devices you had available to you, and that's something commendable. All right. Well, that's been an enlightening conversation for everyone. What? What now? Well, I think we need to find him. I need to take him back. Well, but he was right here, and and you you well you let him go. Yes. Well, it didn't seem like the appropriate moment to get into a confrontation with him. Well, is there is there ever a better one? It was just him and us. Well. In point of fact, I had a conversation with someone from the other side before I came to meet Romulus. And before I came out here to meet you, what happened to him? Romulus, go over and shake him. Mid-sentence. Thank you. Hazel. Busy Medic. Wait, wait, did it, your, your shells are kind of soft. Did you did you faint? No. You after you left with him, the uh, said that he'd be back with uh, what I'm clinging on 
to of him. He spoke to you. He spoke to you after he left. In your head. Ah, oh, right. Yes. Okay. Well, that's not a good sign either. And do you feel quite all right? I mean, the son of a bitch killed me. How am I supposed to feel? Well, you you need to, you know, chin up, Remulus. I mean, it's not you're not actually dead. You've been brought back. It wasn't your time to go. I mean, you, he's just been here. He just spoke to you in your mind. You seem reasonably together, by my supposition. How does he look to me? <laughs> he, he's in shock. That's how it looks like. He's in shock. Well, he's definitely not all right. Do you not? I mean, he looks like he did when I left. I mean, he may perhaps look a little <laughs> more slumped, but... He's a little try to freshen him up a bit, look for some water, try to <laughs> get him back into a shape where he can maybe stand up again at some point. Because he's on the floor currently, right? Yeah. Yeah. Help him sit, but, but sit up. Sipping some honey, sugars, and things like that, yeah. Well, it doesn't, doesn't take long before it just hugs Hazel. Garxix is planning something. He's taken two more souls since we arrived here in the city. And that's unusual even for him. So, point of fact, the reason I didn't want a direct confrontation with him at that moment was because I wasn't sure what it would evolve. If he's collecting those, then he's doing so for something big. He intends to power something with it. I see. Uh, the agreement that I have with him, how binding is it? Because now that I've won the bet, I would rather like to see my end of it resolved before we obviously take him back to where he belongs. Can I make a roll to see if I know the answer to that? Or do I know? Um, if it's a pact, the way that they're done in your place, yeah. it's absolutely binding. Okay. Um, well, if he made a pact with you, outlined as such and in the appropriate, with the appropriate uh, rituals attached, then it's absolutely binding. He must do as you, because you have succeeded. Excellent. But, I mean, that's... It's not likely to be something you want. Sorry? Of course it's something I want. I wouldn't have asked for it if I didn't want I it. I mean, going anywhere with him is not likely to be something that works out well for you. But you're right, it's academic at this point. If he's, uh, if he's won and you've made some sort of agreement with him, or if you won, even if you've made some sort of agreement with him, there will be something about it that falls in his favour. Well, my words. That's why I want you around. Well, you're not going to have me around, because he and I will be returning then I will never be coming back to this place. Well, that's the, well, the order of business, I'm thinking, is that as soon as our <laughs> business is completed, there is no reason for him not to be returned to where he is. And if he needs to go back there to get it, well, doesn't that mean we can all be happy? No. We, we take him back, he gives me what's owed, we return home, you keep him there. You can't go where we're from. It, it's... I mean, it's just too long to explain, but it would be very bad for your well-being. Fine, then he brings it back to me as is in the agreement, and then we send him back, and that's that. You know, Gartzik suggested that I consider staying here. I see. Which makes me think it would be to his benefit were I to do so. I didn't think you liked it here. No, I don't. No. Okay, at least we're clear on that. I mean, it's a long time to have been here. I mean, it's not a long time in the scheme of things, but it's a long time to have been around such fragile things. Oh, careful about how you phrase that. 
Oh, please. Oh, it's... We're trying, you know? Now, um, do you remember that I was saying we've been going about this all wrong? We've been running around after him, whereas really we want him to run to us and yes. keep it simple. Well, what he's doing is is seen as wrong, not just by you, is that right? Yes, well, it's seen as wrong by all of the order of our beings in the place where we're from. There is a organised way in which things happen. People have jobs, much as they do here. One cannot simply walk around shirking one's duties or deciding when a soul is appropriate to be taken. If such things were the case, then imagine what chaos it would cause in your world. There are rules to these things and they must be followed. If, if we knew where he was going to be, I don't know how this works, but it seems to me that you and your people want to bring him back. Correct. But the problem is we don't know where he is most of the time. But if he's bound to return what's mine, then we know that he'll have to come back to me at some point. What was it he said to you, Remulus? He'd be coming back for um, what part of him I'm clinging on to. So he is going to be coming back for Remulus. So we know that he will be wherever Remulus is fairly soon, if he's planning something. Yes? Depends what he's planning, but it's a reasonable supposition all around. It's, a, it's an excellent supposition. It's a reasonable one. And we haven't gone to the end of it yet. Given that for the first time we actually know where he's going to be, and we can choose exactly where that location is, can we not set a trap for him? possible. I don't like it. What's not to like? It's less walking. Well, that doesn't factor heavily into my decision. What I don't like is that uh, puts Remulus at risk. Well, Remulus is already at risk. Well, the less risk he's at, the better, I will say. Exactly. I'm concerned when Garxix returns to our, our place, what will happen to you? You are out of sync. She took you before your time, and now you are returned to life, but it is uh, an odd kind of adjutant, adju uh, adjacent life to the one you had. They can't see so well. Your death stream. So I am bound at this point to protect you from his actions. So if we use Remulus in the way that you've described... Well, it, it's not so much us using Remulus. It is that he is going to come for Remulus whatever we do. So is it not in all of our interests to make sure Remulus is in the safest place he can be and that we are prepared to cause the... Why would you propose we do this? Because I think outside of the city would be better. Mm -hmm. There's fewer people for him to draw. Somewhere... 
I don't know. Whatever somewhere... he's planning to do, if there are more people, then there are arguably more souls which he can use to power it. Mm-hmm. One assumes if he's planning to return back for Romulus, then he may well uh, elect to kick off whatever this is at the time. How do you propose we defeat him? If we know that, then we know the best place. We can, we can... Well, I propose that I have a fight with him and beat him. That's what I propose. I see. In which I will kill him, by your terms, and then take return his soul to our place. That's what I propose. And I want as few, a few other lives to be casualties of that combat as possible. So somewhere away from the city. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do we know? We we need a means to to stop him simply escaping if he sees things are going badly. Right. Somewhere we can. Well, I was hoping you might help with that. Well, I can make a cage for him. This portal that he's using to traverse wherever he's traversing. Yes. I, these things are not known to me, but I'm wondering if, since you are exceptionally adept in the manner of making things, you might, and you have closed a gateway of his once before, that you might find a way to close it and therefore trap him with us. I wonder if examining this door he traversed through would be of assistance to you. I can do that. It seems to me that if I'm present, I could probably make it difficult for him to open a door. I could try and close it. He won't like that, though. No, well, whatever he doesn't like is beneficial from my perspective. Do you think he can come through anywhere, or do you think he'll have to use this door again? I think he can make the door anywhere. The door he went through, I've seen that door many times. It didn't until he walked through it, appear at all unusual or resonate with any kind of sense that should mark it out as something unusual. So I suspect it is something he is doing, he is creating. No, since that's not, uh, what is your word, uh, it's not usual for my people to be able to do this, then one imagines he might have some sort of artifact or some sort of created thing that is doing it for him. Hmm. I guess. Well, I can look at this door for you. Maybe... Does anyone have any thoughts of places outside the city that would be good to lure him out to? Maybe places where... Perhaps they're in some kind of basin or bowl where it's harder for him to get out. A place where we could... Prepare some kind of cage or chains or something. Certainly, I uh, don't know the outskirts of the city well. I don't know about the two of you. Um, you do know who knows them, the hunter. I I might know know someone who could help us. He's not often found within the city. He just he he lives on the edge of town, but he mostly traverses outside. He could help us find a suitable place. Oh, then that sounds like the beginnings of a plan. Okay. So, who is accompanying Hazel 
to meet with this friend of hers. I would. Remulus. I'll show you the door. And wait, you wait, too. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> I'll say it to me, it? Remulus should be in the safest place of all, or if if they move before we do, this whole plan's for nothing. Good point. So, so I can point you out the door, and I'll travel with them. Yes. Okay. All right. So it's going to be the three of you going, and you will stay behind. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I'll show him where the door is, and then he. Can... <coughs> okay. So let's go with you three. So um, Hazel takes you to the to one of the the side uh, gates of the city that goes alongside one of the stream that comes down the mountains. Uh, it's not late yet, it's still, but it's, I mean, it's not super lit because of, of, the, of the clouds and there's a little bit of fog coming down. Um, but the, the, the air is very cold and it's wet. It's very moist. Even though the, the rain has, all but past the this the damp air and the buffeting winds it makes for that kind of bone chilling cold the one that gets inside you and it's it's there with you i dislike this it's cold it happens it's hot where i come from and uh you start walking surprised you start walking uh on a path that is used by herders and some of the farmers and the hunters until you reach in the outskirts after a good half hour walk uh, the place of the hunter. And he is in, in his house, by the fire. Once you knock the door and introduce your friends, well, he knows Remulus since we were, you were kids mm -hmm. and he has seen you around. So he is there cleaning his crossbow and making some adjustments. Um, there's a fire in the fireplace and, uh, and the place you can hear the, the wind going <laughs> in one sort of like badly patched uh, window that was at first hitting. You know this because you've been there. And now he has he has put some of the hides and he, and they were packed really tight and it, and it makes this very unfortunate sound all day. It is very unfortunate. It's a very unfortunate sound because it's the hide. I don't understand why the sound is unfortunate, but I'm parking myself by the, uh, by the fire. Okay. Yeah. I'm so sorry that we dropped by unannounced. Uh, is this a good time? Are you... Yes, yes, yes. Uh... It's unannounced. An incorrect protocol. Oh, not at all. Not at all. Do you want anything? Do you want some tea, perhaps? A hot beverage? This is a, a man in his early 50s, perhaps, but doesn't look old. You, you see it in his face. He has a weathered face. He's been out in the elements uh, with the, the white hair and the white beard. But he looks 
sharp and wiry. He he has that very piercing gaze, but he has a very soft demeanor and and, and a very pleasant smile. The hot drink will be welcome. Thank you. Yes. So he starts. Thank you. Uh, he puts the kettle on the fire. And um, he says, what brings you here? Um, we were wondering, since you, you're a bit more familiar with the, uh, with that side of town and the surrounding area, we were uh, looking for a specific place. We're trying to... We require a place where we can uh, lure an individual where he might not be found uh, in order to deal with him appropriately. Hazel? Yes? Care to explain? Right, because trapping an individual where they might not be found is a very worrisome thing to say to people. Oh, you needn't worry, because I'm the law. So it's above That does not make this better. Um... <laughs> Sorry. Hunter is still very... Actually, he's very worried that what he sees as his little girl you know, he's mixing with the wrong crowd. Even though you're wearing an arbiter's clothes, you look like a girl, like a, I, like a young girl. What I mean to say is, uh, Hazel will explain. Right, I will explain. Um, the thing is, we are, um, it's, it's really, it's really just part of this really elaborate prank. It's, we, we're trying to surprise this person, we want to lure them somewhere unexpected, and probably, well, yeah, I know she said where they wouldn't be found or able to return, but that's, that's a bit of a stretch. We that just... is part of the prank. I smile, like, ridiculously <laughs> wide. Yeah, remember, she just focused on the tape. He was like... You've always had your ways with me, young girl. Mm -hmm. But I know when you're lying because Remulus cannot tell a lie for to save his life. But he's here with you. Yes. What is this about and how can I help? Okay, so we should just tell him the truth. Yeah, I think that might be a smart idea. Yeah. Um... Yeah, admits that. The one who uh, did this. You found them. Yes. He's found us. And he wants to finish the job. I plan on not, al not allowing that to happen. So... You want to ambush him? Yes, we need a place to trap him. We also need a place where there are as few other living people as possible in case he attempts to uh, draw on their power. Is no. that guy related to, and he gestures at your, at your fur? Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah, I don't, I don't like the supernatural. And... No, you, you don't need to have anything to do with this. Just uh, a location would be. There is a place up in the mountains. It's like an all abandoned cabin mm -hmm. small basically a wayfarer's place people that are climbing all the way to the top to go down the other side it's just abandoned 
Travelers, hunters, or those who want to get lost, use it quite often. But during this season, where the rains are coming, mm-hmm. it sees a lot less use. I'll take you there myself. Thank you. you cannot That's... remain with us. It will not be safe. I'm not planning on, young lady. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I got something for you. Oh. And he goes back to where he has, you know, in in one of the coffers he has his his, <coughs> his quiver with his bolts and stuff like that. And he brings out his belt with his three hunting knives, the ones he used for throwing. Mm. Here. He's will obviously take it, put it on. Thank you. You, you, you. If he gets close to you, you run. Of course. Sing Remulus with all of you. Yes. From a distance. Do you need bows, crossbows? I, I think I'll be good with the mess with the knives. W- w- would you need holy water? But thank you for your offer. Do you do you need holy water? Do we need holy water? What is holy water? A, a, a Water that has been consecrated by a priest. Yes. It, How does it differ from normal water? It's holy. Mm. Does uh, that work against your kind? I. Wait, wait, wait. Her kind? His kind. It, sorry, it's it's been an eventful it's day. It's the correct pronoun. I am afraid that if I ask more questions, I'm. Well, yeah. You really going. don't. Thank yeah. you ever so much. Thank you very it, much for your. I'll drop by again soon. I'll I'll bring baked goods. It'll 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 be fine. Yeah. Bring cake. I will. <laughs> he gives you a hug and a kiss on the cheek, and he pats you on the back, saying, "Hey, thank you. Taking care of her." <laughs> Always do. And of course, you very awkwardly. Pat him in the in the shoulder when yeah. you're on your way out, and he's yeah, like, "Yeah, we're friends." <laughs> <laughs> in the meantime, you are in the city. Yeah, I want you to do a dark force manipulation roll. Yes, core power, yeah. no power stunt. Yeah, when you try to reach out with the armor, mm-hmm. because you're gonna stand there and you're gonna see. Absolutely nothing. I can tell you for free. There's yeah. nothing to see. So it's whether I can sense something with the other. But if you can sense a residue of sorts. So um, I got a green check. You feel something. You feel a resonance, but not enough for you to say, hey, there's a lingering thing, a portal. So I don't know what it is, but I think something... Is? Something did happen. Something happened. Do I think there's something still here, or do I think it's something that just... No, I think it, you, you think it was temporary, very fleeting, as in the the veil was rendered, and immediately someone shot afterwards. Mm. Nothing could come in and out, in, you know, in a way that could affect things badly. Okay. Well, in that case, I will... Have a look at the 
door from a craftsman's point of view. Obviously, I don't normally make doors, but I will look at things like the hinges and the handle to see if it's had any effect on the door itself. So what I'm thinking is, if if when he does this, it leaves a, a mark of it's passing, it might be a thing we can identify in the future. So um, you're going to do a... Well, it's basically a craftsmanship, which is a, a reason. Oh, I think you have it on your sheet. The, the craft. Yes, which uses reason. So it's for you, it's probably something ridiculous. It's quite good, yeah. yeah it's monstrous. That's the definition according to the ranks. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a red check. <laughs> <laughs> you do, in fact, find something. Aha. So... In the wood, yes, where Megara told you he pushed open yeah. to the door, there is a slight imprint, slight, and you can only see this because it was raining, mm -hmm. but that is the only part of the wood that is completely dry, ah. like a little fingerprint, where he just pushed the tip of a couple of fingers. And you see that sort of aura. It's dry. The water has gone around it, even as it went down. Mm -hmm. It just avoided it. And the wood there is slightly darker, with a very slightly. And if you look in the right angle, mm -hmm. there is the tiniest of sparkles. But you know it's not light being reflected. You have feel you have felt it sometimes. It's like being swallowed. Ah, so this is the light. So, so there is some residue of of, the of, energy of dark force, yeah. But and it's specifically in the place where he touched. Yes, that's in so small and so and so tenuous that you you had a hard time. Yeah. Using the powers of your armor, like yeah. in trying so to find it. For but it. now that I've studied the door, I've got an idea. Yeah. Do I? And I may have no idea at all. Now that I can see where he put his fingers, and I know a little bit about this kind of energy, do I think I could try and push... I'm not going to do it, but do I think I could potentially try and push the door where he did to open the door in the way he did? You can certainly try. I'm not willing to try. I just thought, hypothetically speaking... Hypothetically speaking, yes. Awesome. You most definitely could try it. Um... Yeah, you'd, you'd look at me and say in, lots of dice or something. Uh, in, <laughs> yes, and it, it is... Um, so some of your powers, you can get a little creative and crazy with them. So I have already told you, well, you, Bex, that in, in that, that fateful day in which Remulus died, you used your essence draining power in a manner that you have never used it. You used it backwards. You yeah. gave... Whatever life essence you stole from Garsix and put it into Remulus to give him back the breath of life. That is called a power stunt. You can use your abilities in creative ways, and if it's something that you can do, then I will tell you, well, you can roll and you need you need a red check on your power the first time you do it. Then you need a yellow checks, a couple of them, and then green checks, and then you have it. Okay? Gotcha. So, what you would be attempting to do is use your dark force manipulation yeah. at, at minus 10 on your roll. It's basically minus two columns. Yeah. 
to gain the dimensional travel power. Okay. And you can do it because of the powers you already know now. Okay. So I mean, you, on, on, on a desperate circumstance, you could try to replicate that power. Okay. I'm going to wait until I've got some backup. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to know. Uh, I'll probably go back out of the rain into my smithy. Okay. And uh, you three go back home? Yep. Okay. That night, you have nightmares, Remulus. And the nightmares wake you up. And you realize you're, it's not that you're having bad dreams. You're just having, you're, you're coming back to that night. Now that he's been there, you're coming back, not the, to the moment in which you died, which moment you woke up. The moment that his essence was given to you and it was out of control in your body. The moment in which a shard of crystal was pushed into your chest. And, uh, and then the hours of pain and loneliness until finally Hazel comes back covered in blood, not hers, as she repeated once and twice and many times. But she, she was there and she was, she was scared, she was trembling, but she was giving you the medicine that she had found. You just sit down, it has started to rain again, and you hear the light patter of rain on the outside. It doesn't have to be this way, you know? This time it's not in your head. Your friend, the blacksmith. And as the figure comes out, you can recognize Garsic's sort of mortal form. You have seen his true form, but it's the same man who was in the smithy today. Fidric, his soul, it was forfeit in hell. We made a deal. We made a bet and he won. I can get his soul back. But it is, it's not exactly easy. You see, the person who holds his soul will not let it go that easily. And I am, thanks to Megara, no longer welcome. That's why I was telling him to come and help me. But I realize now that probably his armor is not going to be enough. He will not survive the winds of pandemonium of the abyss. He will not survive the ashes and the fire. You, however, you can. By this point, his hand snuck under his pillow. Okay. <laughs> Into your wand. Yeah. So what do you say, Remulus? 
you want to save your friend's soul and in the same maneuver save yours as well yours is tied to the abyss but if you help me free myself from that realm from what you call hell then your soul is free as well and also my essence will give you a long long life effectively mortal you know if we're talking human terms what do you say get out I had to ask, are you sure? One comes out and I blast him. Okay, and that's where we're going to go for a break. Yep. So, uh, I think we don't have much of a, of a super crazy interval, although in our regular chronicle, Blood and the Tamises, we have a relationship map. And it had some changes that will be, well, we will discuss them today and probably gloss over them uh, next week as well, if, in case someone misses them. So, yes. Bex? And I will have obviously corrected my errors by them. <laughs> so, there will be an additional update. So, on the map this week, we added Heather Kim, who actually appeared a little while ago. Was it episode one? Mm-hmm. But uh, I, too, yeah. I neglected to uh, to add her, so um, Lane highlighted that. So thank you, Lane. Hope you're here. Maybe you're here. Maybe you're um, then I connected the Thin Bloods as a coterie, oh. and added a connection between them and Joam. I didn't know that. Are they a coterie amongst themselves? Well, the, I mean, they're the closest yeah, thing to yeah. 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 That was yeah. It was a, it was a kind of a, a useful thing. Then I added. Um, the major boon that exists between Theodore and uh, Margot, although I have called it a life boon, which is not correct, so I'll fix that. It's a, it's um, a, it's a major boon. It feels like a life boon to me. It feels All like the best major boons do. So it's, a, it's, down, it's a purple dotted line on the map, so when you see it on the map, you'll see that um, it's listed as a life boon, but that's not right. Um, I should focus on the correct stuff. I updated the Lila Boon, which exists between Velvet and Matthew Smith. So that was from Series 1, because I was creating connections that were around Boons. I created one for Minor Boon. Okay, okay, yes. Uh, that's a dotted yellow line. Then I... Oh, did you add the one between Velvet and Theo? No. Because you, we didn't register it? Yeah, because we didn't register it. But I could add it, and I could add the one between him and... Uh, and uh, um, and and because ultimately secret boons. Yeah. Actually, unless <laughs> people want you to die, so come on. Yeah, but both bo- both of them are secret yeah. boons. Those are fake, yeah. fake, fake ventral boons. I mean, I take them seriously. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that's as serious as I take anyway. Um, <laughs> the, uh, then I added the connection between Joanne and Amanda Gregory as a mauler. That's a a dotted grey line. Um, and then, uh, last of all, I should say, I added um, Ang Harad's artwork for Meliore, which oh, is brilliant. That's really fantastic. So, so good. Yeah. I mean, her pose. Yeah, she so is good. like... Really uh, I mean, the geriatric femme fatale. Yeah. <laughs> talk about, like, attitude in that. Ang Harad, 
amazing. I'm glad she's got artwork for her tombstone when you kill her. Don't remind me. Well, she has been immortalised. Yes, she has been immortalised. And then I did a pentagram version of the map. Yes, it exists and I saw it and it's madness. Oh my god. um, It is real, but what I've utterly failed to communicate to Peter or anyone else was that it's on a drop down from the main map, so you can't see it on a website. You have to go to Kumu directly. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so the, or, or I can find some other way to do it. So, um, Miss Some Reason did uh, did tweet me about it and said this was just a joke. I haven't hoped caused you more work. No, you haven't. I loved it. These two will tell you that I basically was like, this is a great idea. I can't wait to spend ages moving this. <laughs> I mean, I would say it, it makes no sense. Now. No, <laughs> no. It, I mean, it's a nice shape, it's but nice everything's kind of bonkers. Kind of, yeah, I've, I've missed a few lines out, so the pentagram is implied rather than physically yeah. there. We could but, probably um, just put a picture of it on the next blog post. Yep. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's it's sort of safe there. But, um, but yes, it was... It was really good fun, so thank you for that. I enjoyed doing it. Um, and that's it. That's it on the relationship. That's it. And we'll next week's correction. <laughs> and of course, this week's uh, shout-outs. Well, there was a, uh, a blog post yesterday, so we're going to go again with a uh, with shout-outs. Casera sixty four. Thank you for the yes. the, the blood sweets. Yeah, we're going to be yeah. having them next week. Mm-hmm. And uh, and of course, Ankarad for the for the Meliori art. This week is Callum Appreciation Week. He's a resident tango. Also, we have a live audience today, and it's not Christy. Woohoo! Yeah. 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 Last time I checked. So, we have our live audience as well today, and a guest player in Christy. Thank you very much. Big shout out to her, playing Hazel. Um, Do we have any questions, Callum? Oh, we have plenty of oh. first one for Kirsty, though. Hello. Uh, can you do a uh, Sir Kirstag impression? Wait, and I'm Latino, you know? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm really not sure. <laughs> oh, boy. I cannot do it. I, I struggled last week. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, question to you, Carlos. Oh, yeah. What does uh, Z-A-R-L-O-S actually stand for? Mm. Ah, Carlos' amazing revenge layer than other stories. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make an effort to memorize that because Peter came up with it. I didn't. I, I, I had uh, the equivalent of writer's block, but for someone who's not a writer and also very lazy at think, coming up with names, and Peter was like, what's the name of it? I, I need a name for the blog post. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. And then I proofread the blog post, and he already named it, and I was like, I love it. I'm not, I'm not changing it. It's done. Yeah. Velvet Riley approached a naming thing. Yeah. 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 So got, yeah suggestion of um, Carlos's astoundingly riveting, lovely one-shot. Yeah! Nice. nice. You're amazing. Also, Carlos is like... One of my grandparents' thing, so that's what it stands for in my family. Other than that, every acronym that is nice or sexy, that's it. That's it. it, it, it it's either, either or, actually both. <laughs> Next. Uh, one to you, Carlos. Uh, how did you actually come up with the idea for this one shot? Mm-hmm. What was the inspiration? Um, dream I had. It sounds awful. Uh, 
it's I so in my phone one of the things I have on on my main screen of my phone is voice notes like for you to be able to record voice notes immediately like you just hit it it opens I record and I have it to record dreams that mark me in any way that I find super interesting or super weird uh sometimes it's a lovely dream in which i dream of someone from my past that i have not even thought of you know that those people you you have even forgotten that you have forgotten about them like you even forgot that you forget uh and uh and for this one i i half came up with the idea uh with a uh, a dream that i used to have a somewhat recurring dream um, about like this sort of place and situations and moving from one place to another. And um, together when the, when the players were creating the characters, we were fleshing out how that would they be together and the whole concept of Garsex came uh, to, to life. Uh, so that's how we created the villain. Uh, the, the world pretty much lives in my subconscious and comes in when I'm sleeping. <laughs> It's it's uh, awful. I, I um, I'm not crazy. My mom also had me tested, although I'm not Sheldon Cooper. Um, next. All right. Uh, if you can be any supernatural creature, what would it be? And this is a question for everyone. Okay. So starting from Peter, any supernatural creature and moving to the right. So I, I assume supernatural of any sense or mythological. Any. Any. Any at all. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm thinking ones that are sort of long-lived and have fluffy, easy lives. I, I'd probably quite like to be some kind of, like, um, boozy tree spirit or something. <laughs> boozy tree spirit. So, like, like an ant. No, well, kind of. I was thinking more like this kind of more elfin. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trees getting drunk. Fae-like. Okay. I think I'd like to be a fae... Prince or something. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Kirsty? Um, hmm. Never really thought about it. <laughs> I'd probably. Actually, I'd like to be somewhat similar to Hazel in ways that you could use uh, like alchemy and stuff. Okay, okay. But also her other abilities. Yes. Okay, so they will, they will come. They'll come. They'll come. Bex? This is difficult to answer. I mean, yeah. they mostly have shit lives. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess I'd probably go. No, come back to me. I'm okay, Phil. I mean, I I do have a ha have a love of dragons, but I, a, clo a close second would be would be merfolk. Merfolk, nice. Um, I yeah, I know. <laughs> for me, it's, it's kind of easy, guys. Depending on what you like, if you like Marvel or DC, I would be either Asgardian or Atlantean. In both cases, you are tough as nails. Like, it doesn't matter. You, you can do, like, cordless bungee and nothing will happen to you. Uh, uh, also, you have stupidly long lives. And also, immediately, abs. <laughs> <laughs> Buff, hot, sexy. Atlantean or Asgardian. Oh, come on, you're sexy anyway. Yeah, but sexy er. With the abs. Oh, oh. And hair. They come with <laughs> hair. 
Uh, both of them. So uh, one is spacefaring and they survive in vacuum, and the other one survive under the sea and breathe water. So yeah, yeah, noble Asgardian or noble Atlantean for me. Sign me up. Bex? Um, I'd probably go one of the muses, one of the ancient Greek muses. Mm. One of the daughters of Nemosine and Melpomini, Calliope, Terpsichores, Cleo, they're nine. Um, <laughs> next, <laughs> yeah, Urpiana. Alright, cool. Um, there are five questions. Uh, Kirsty. Oh. Okay, um, so I'm going to try and pronounce this first. Uh -huh. Oh, shit. Yeah, wants you to say, uh, I'm not surprised. Is that a tongue twister in yeah, Dutch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that question directed at me and not at everyone? Because else? it's probably Manuk. No, it was I have doubts. Yeah, oh, I great. <laughs> I learned Nerdy I want to listen to this as well because. I mean, it's pronounced Hotten Totten and Tenten Tenten Stelling. And now I'd like to hear all of you try that. <laughs> it's what now? Yeah, it's a lot of T's. Yes. 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 Thank you, L. It's Mackling. It's Mackling. Yeah. Yeah. Liquor <laughs> But moving on. <laughs> I mean, the essentials. The absolute essentials. That was the final question, I think. I think that's that was the fi final. No, no. Like, Carlos asked a question. Where are my, my chocolate fingers? Like, I, don't know. I don't know where I put them. You were having that amazing conversation. I was like, where's, where's my... Where's my Jaffa cakes or chocolate fingers? Yes, like throw. A... I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just. I can't see that. <laughs> That's why Callum rocks. <laughs> now, yes, and remember, Callum Appreciation Week. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Brilliant. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, because I I I have a prediction. Uh oh. Oh okay. That you four are gonna sit down and discuss the best way to ambush the guy. <laughs> so I'm gonna have plenty of time to go through at least a couple of these. Okay, so what plan set, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's yeah, slightly short though. Aren't you about to um, We're back. blast the fuck out <laughs> of me? Could you please use your projectile missile skill and tell me the type of fit that it is? Because I'm trying to evade. It is a red. Ow. It's a 97, it's a red. And I don't evade. Um, <laughs> what's the, the power rank of the... Uh, 40. 40, ouch. Okay. So you take out the wand and you immediately materialize. Like, you, you, you send... It's not... Energy. It's not. It's something that it, it materializes like in the air. It's, it's sort of like the stuff of magic that, for a second, is made real. It hits him concussively and then vanishes. But he gets flung against the wall, and he's holding his side. Ouch! That was the wrong move. 
<laughs> and he dodges by just disappearing against your wall. Mm-hmm. Make a, an intuition roll, please. Make an intuition roll, okay. Why? Ooh. The, he, he, he fell through what looks to be like a hole in the wall. But imagine that behind him, there was this sort of gauze. And it had a hole and just he threw himself there. So the gauze is still, you can see it. It's like a gossamer thing. And it's mesmerizing. (laughs) Because it's soothing. You stop feeling the itch around the crystal while that's there. And you feel the pull of it. Make a psyche check. Uh, Psyche, that is a green. Green, okay. You don't have to approach it if you don't want to. But it's your call. You feel physically better if you get closer to it. I go slowly back towards the door. Okay. And through the door as soon as that outside. Run my days off. Which we should have done in the first place. You you do uh, see as you're yeah. as as you're opening the door and leaving the place that the gossamer starts getting stiffer and stiffer until it just closes back on you. Middle of the night. This only happens when you are needed to yeah. heal someone, or in this case, when Romulus sure. is at your door, yeah. which is not usual. Okay. The door opens. Romulus. <laughs> okay. Hey, it's it's all right. What what happened? He uh, he was in my room. Ah, okay. Uh, come, door, door. come in. Come in. Um, you should you should probably stay here for the night. I'll yeah. I'll see what I can do. Hold on. Try to makeshift bed, <laughs> something for him to sleep in. You have a couple yeah. that you use for people that are like patients of yours that you have to keep an eye twenty four seven. So Hazel will probably want to be by his side as well. So he was in your in your room. Mm. How? What happened? What did he say? He said that um, apparently V's soul is uh, in a place something like he can't get access to it. Uh-huh. And that V's armor, although strong, isn't strong enough to survive that area. But apparently I am. I see. Well, I'm. I'm glad you're here now. Are, are you feeling all right? Is I, did he do anything to you? I, you? I I I got him. I got him good. Um, and then he backed through the wall, literally, in not through into the wall in this weird 
portal. I'm thinking, which was soothing when I was close to it. It was still there. I, uh, when I, uh, as I was backing away, it, I think it closed. Ah, uh, I but see. It soothed. That doesn't. I mean, it's. I mean, it was tempting, and because it was tempting, in that way, I thought that was not good. But I'm glad you came to find me. We'll, we'll talk to the others first thing in the morning. Yeah. Is, is there anything you need? Anything I can do? I, I don't think there's anything we can do now, but... Uh, I think until this is over, stay close. I, I will. Of course I will. You should just stay here until all this ends. I, I, if he's really targeting you, uh, you, you shouldn't be alone. Yeah, I think we should have figured out that out sooner. Maybe so. It again, a lot happened. I. Yeah. I s are you all right? Hazel's probably going to want to check that. Yeah. And um, what you can see from his body and the crystal and the contraptions that he has for like his hand and other places that he needs. Still working okay? It's not like he has any infections or like rejection of material. Uh, yes, it looks... It's still difficult to look at. I mean, you were raised together. You've known each other all your life. It's still hard to see some bolts into his flesh or the crystal or buckles or things. Also, the scars he has where he was torn down by claws or blasted with this sort of infernal flame. And those are wounds that even though you know they've healed. They are still sore. They they must feel painful. And they look really... He must be feeling on the inside very uncomfortable. There's probably something that she could make for him at least temporarily yes you soothe them like ointments and a soothing drink things like that it's basically just providing comfort to him yes. and also the company and and the purpose Megara following morning you are attending a couple of cases before you put your matters into order and then move on yep one of the cases is a woman who's brought to you and she is crying. She's been accused of murdering her husband in his sleep. Who else is a is a is a The person accusing her is the husband's lover. Okay. Uh, and presumably we have evidence the husband is actually dead. Oh he the guy's dead. 
The guy is dead, okay. There is, there is. The guy is, like, the guards said, hey, the man's dead. And the mistress is accusing the wife. So I will hear the evidence from both sides. Well. Whatever evidence they want to put forward. What the, the mistress says is that probably she found out that the husband was having an affair and killed him in jealousy and rage. Possibly, but that's no form of evidence. The woman said, I just went to bed holding on to my husband and was woken up this morning by the cold blood at dawn. So the mistress has no evidence of any kind that this woman was a perpetrator of the crime. No, but it, the, the guard did tell you that the guy was in his bed, dead, stabbed. So he's clearly been killed by somebody. Yeah, um, in his bed. What's my reading of this woman? Is it the, it's... the woman is half bathed in blood, by the way? Okay. <laughs> Additional. I mean, she was in the bed where the guy bled to death. Okay. Yes, exactly. So my, my reading of... You said she's really upset. She's crying. Yeah, she is absolutely... What's my reading of her? Does she seem... Can I see if I think she seems the jealous type? Very difficult to see in this sort of distressed state. Okay. But this, this person looks to be in more in shock... Like the kind of distress that she's being ups she feels upset more because she's in shock. Okay. Of being surprised. It's not the shock that you get from the realization of, oh my God, I killed somebody, which is a face you have seen in people in the yeah. past or souls that have come to you. Yeah. It's more of a, what is, what is this? Oh my God, this person died. Or is exactly. that? No. Yeah. But just, I mean, your intuition, your otherworldly intuition, tells you that if if the husband's lifeline passed through her, it was not for her to end it. So it doesn't necessarily look like she could have done it. Okay. Um so this has just happened, or like they last night? It's happened last night. Okay. Middle of the night, she was in bed, and then this morning, rolling in bed with the cold. That's what, so he, the guy must have been dead for hours. Yeah. That's when she wakes up thinking the worst. Either a, something in the roof, or someone paid themselves. Doesn't matter. So I'm not prepared to um. To sentence her. You don't have to sentence her. I am wanting the guard, or the... I presume it's the guard rather than the police. It's like a militia or yeah, something. Yeah, yes, like militia, yeah. Um, I am wanting them to... Well, my instruction to them would be to, uh, to carry out an investigation to look for other potential suspects. Um, in the meantime, I will release this woman on her own cognizance. Okay... Assuming that's in my remit. Well, it, it somewhat is. Yeah. Like right now, as long as she stays, <laughs> you know, custody. The, the guard he, that has told you that nothing seems to have to be out of order in his house. Yeah. 
Okay, but I mean, I, I still don't feel like she's necessarily the guilty party. Um, and I certainly, even if, even were I to feel that way, I have sympathy with her. So, uh, so for that reason, I am, uh, yeah, I have sympathy with jealous rage. So I, um... <laughs> Roll, uh, intuition, please. Okay. <coughs> that is Bex rolling her 1d100. Ah, white. <laughs> 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 I got four. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yes, that's yeah. a, that's a white check. I, I, I don't know. I looked it yet. Yeah, exactly. No matter what. Yes. Um. Yeah. Basically, that's your gut feeling tells you. My gut feeling. You don't have enough. Even if she murdered him in jealous rage, that's fine. So. Uh, <laughs> well, not not according to the human laws, but according to you. So. Yes, yeah. according to me. Yeah, which is the law that matters. So I will. I will. I. <laughs> I will, uh, I will, um, yeah, I'll instruct them to, to let her go um, and to, to conduct an investigation into who actually did this. Okay. And I will you know, also remind the guards that next time they bring somebody before me, they ought to bring actual evidence and not just the mistress who didn't see anything and wasn't there. Oh, well, the guy tells you, like, it's, it's very clear, Arbiter. I mean, the man is dead in his bed. With the wife, and the wife said that he, they were, they both went to bed together. Yes. But only one woke up. Well, I suppose we can see in your assessment here the reason why I'm the arbiter and you're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <Same. laughs> and and he just looks at you and says, "Yes, ma'am." There are any number of other reasons why this could have happened. I won't tutor you in all of them. But uh, suffice to say, if you think hard enough, I'm sure you can come up with an appropriate suspect. And he turns around and takes his leave without you approving of it. He doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, after a normal day of getting ready, I assume you were going to meet yes. to be taken yes. by the hunter all the way to this cabin in the woods. Yes. It's nothing to do with the film. Just. <laughs> yeah. Some Before we leave town, I would like to say mm -hmm. something to this lot. Yes, absolutely. So, did you have any luck yesterday? What, finding somewhere? Yes. 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 Actually. <laughs> Hazel's friend is going to, uh, going to show us. Yes. Also, I have an idea relating to you, Romulus. But I think perhaps that's better discussed when we get to where we're going. Perhaps so. In addition to that, um, yeah. he visited me last night. Hmm? Yeah. What? He visited you? Yes. Well, what did he say? <laughs> he said that um, to where your soul is kept, he no longer has access to, due to uh, Mangara. Oh. It's interesting because it's not my problem. But yes, go on. And also said that uh, that well, you could potentially go there yourself. However, your armor would not be strong enough. You really shouldn't go there. But apparently, I would be strong enough to go there. But you also shouldn't be going there. I am well aware. Okay. Why do you think I should? I, I I also, it's not about strength. It's more about heat resistance. Why is Megara surprised 
that you were visited last night? Well, I'm assuming you were all together after the whole point was that you would stay together in case he moved on Remulus before we were ready and that mm-hmm. would make our plan yeah. valid. Yes, that's not exactly what happened. No. <laughs> no. Small uh, oversight. On our part. Yeah. Technical oversight, one might call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot of other names one might call it. But all's right. well that ends well, mm-hmm. because he's here. Uh, yes. Well, yeah. aren't we lucky? And um, you said something about the doorway? What about it? He, uh, when I blasted his fucking ass. Um, Wait, what? You hit him? Yeah. Where? Whereabouts did you hit him? Lower, lower carrier. Okay. He, before I could get another shot in, he went through one portal into the wall, which. The presence was soothing. Soothing in what regard? To the wounds of this crap. You mentioned it lingered. Mm. Oh, but uh, I, uh, of course, I think wisely stepped away. Mm. Yes, it's very wise. Um, and it seemed to close. What have you? Some resonate with what you saw. Well, on the subject of lingering, I went and examined the door, and there is a lingering mark after what he'd done. I don't think it will be easy or advisable necessarily, but I think I might be able to open the door again. If it's a place where he's already done it. It won't be easy, but it's possible. That presumably means if you come to where we're going and he shows up there, you can keep that door closed. I can certainly try. And if he escapes, it means we could try and follow him. Yes. Although... I'm not exactly sure where he's escaping to. Did you see the other side? Can you describe uh, what it looked like? It, well, it looked like a veil to me. I didn't... I did not approach. Okay. Sensible. Yeah. Well, it's difficult to tell what would be on the other side of that. But certainly, if the veil wasn't obscuring something, that doesn't look like the place where I'm from. You said he's up to something. Yes. If we can follow him where he's going, we might be able to learn what that is. Or, I could kill him, take him back, and then that would be fine. Yes. Or you can do that. <laughs> I mean, if he's not in this world, it doesn't matter what he's planning, he can't cause trouble. Well, I hope he is trying to fulfil his end of the bargain. I, I, I assume there is some kind of punishment if he doesn't. Do I know if that's the case? If he's made a, if he's made a pact that he's obliged to keep yeah. and, he, and he can't do that, what sort, do I know what sort of punishment he would suffer? Well, depending on the type of pact, but effectively he he would be undone by a superior. Oh, good. Well, to my interest is to stop him from fulfilling this pact. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, um, I'll say, well, yes, you're right. He doesn't uphold 
is end of the pact, then depending on the pact itself, its nature and uh, the nature of the breach, any number of things could happen to him. He could be undone from existence, even. Excellent. I agree. That means he'll be very motivated to do it. means we could just let him not do it, and then our problems will be over. Wrong. No, correct. <laughs> I mean, I'm not quite sure why you're not seeing this. This is a very obvious way to resolution. It's, it's a way to resolve your problem. Yes. I'm very happy to help resolve your problem after we've resolved my problem. Now, I think my problem existed before your problem, and so therefore it gets first priority in resolution. I uh, couldn't disagree more. <laughs> well, you're free to disagree. Thank you. <laughs> I think that while this is happening, Hazel is like, making preparations to stay up at this cabin for maybe a few days just in case. Yeah. Like, and like, Remulus is, is helping. Walking yes. down no. the street, going into some shops, and these two are just bickering as they go along, right? <laughs> recent checks from both of you, Peter and Max. Just yes. straight yeah. reason. Great reason. Oh, wow. It's a white check for me. <laughs> it is yellow for me. Okay, from the conversation from uh, well, what Remulus said, just what you got, like, yeah, it, it was stupid for them to split yeah. in whatever. Like right there, absolutely. Now, from, from the conversation, like, what you get from the conversation is slightly different. Remulus was in his room. Yes. And then the guy showed up out of nowhere. Which is consistent with what we know he's capable of, correct? And then left without a trace. But he said there was a trace in the wall. <coughs> and then disappeared. Okay. He's just a slight lingering. He could have died and no one would have known. No one would have been the wiser. So where are they? Uh, they're, yeah, they're around. They're like, we're just preparing yeah. to leave. Okay. Yeah, you're probably in the blacksmith and they are in the shops nearby. I'll try, I'll find him. Mm -hmm. Wherever they are. Hang on, I'm assuming that we're all together because if I yes, like he's no, no, he's with Hazel. She's with Hazel, probably on the other side of the street. I mean, right there in the markets. Yeah. Fine. In which case, in which in which case, I'll make my way over to wherever he is. Um, having made this realization, um, and I'll I'll say, Romulus. Yeah. It was a foolish action for us to leave you alone last night. Udrick has the right of it. Much as it pains me to say it. <laughs> I know. But what is right is right and it cannot be denied. And I owe you an apology in that regard. I should get this matter resolved. Thank and, on you. The, and on the subject of that, I had a thought. Which I might, in fact, need both of your help. Here we go. Alright. I'm listening. But just to be clear, I'm not offering you a pact of any kind at this point. 
I'm not sure if I'd want that. <laughs> he might want the clarification. Um, so, when Goxix came here and he attacked you, you were rescued by the actions of all the people here that day. But I took a part of Garthic's essence and channeled it back into you. It was um, a backwards ritual, something which I normally would use to take life to give it back. Yeah. But it's that that I think is connecting him to you, based on what you've said. And my thought was, and I have at the moment only the thought and not so much of an idea how to go right about achieving it is that we could resolve that by attempting to remove that part of his essence from you and replace it with another one and then he would have no connection to you he might have less cause to look for you but don't we want him to look for Romulus? That's the whole point of this exercise, to lure him here. He's going to have to come based on your pact, regardless. That's true. I have some other concerns about doing that. What would, what would happen to him if you were to remove what, whatever? But if I replaced the essence with another essence? Yes, but how point? much time would that take? I don't know. And in the moment that he would be without, what happens? I suppose, technically speaking, he'd be dead. Well, like he was before. But as you know, that's a transitory state. How do you feel about this, Remulus? <laughs> I'm suggesting I, I give you my essence, or a part of it. But that does sound like a pact to me. Is it the does. essence part of your strength? In your terms, yes, I suppose. Then, if... So long as I'm holding on to this part of his essence. Then he's going to want it back. And it keeps him weaker. Well, it does until he tears it out of you, yeah. I mean, it still means he's weaker, because you feel it up. And as much as um, I'm flattered, I'd rather you be in the best possible position to fuck him up. It's your choice, I'm not suggesting in any way that it's uh, enforced upon you, but it was a thought. Thank but you. if you don't want it, then conversation starts and ends there. Not that I wouldn't want it, is that risk is uh do it with risk. <laughs> You're right, it is risky, but it's no more risky than uh, anything else we're proposing, I don't think. But anyway, that's a close of the matter. So you're getting ready to <clears throat> to meet with the hunter and go to this yeah. hut. Yes, essentially. It's a long hike. Long. <coughs> it takes you more than a few hours to get there. Yes. It's a lot of yes. steps. Why do you have to take so many steps? <laughs> um, you leave there before noon. By the time you get there, it's already night. Oh. 
he makes sure that in like the place is not in, in great shape it's not too big the only stonework that you can see is uh, one one of the walls in which you can see the, the very telling fit, form of a, a chimney so for a fireplace uh, the rest is made you know like big planks and logs uh, it's wooden wooden roof as well now the shape of it it's kind of odd as if, as if it was placed there and then the the ground has slowly shifted so the the floor is not flat even like there is clearly a, a part of the of the inside indoors there's clearly a part that is slightly higher than the other and um and the part that is uh, slightly higher is actually the one that is furthest away from the chimney the part that is tipped down like downhill is the, the stonework of the chimney now it's just one sort of like an open plan thing it's just one big room is our fire is well he makes a fire but he tells you that the, the the big important thing about this this is where you spend the night the area you want is this small clearing by the cliffs about two hours walk from here it's very windy Right. And you cannot see the cliffs until it's too late. And by that, wind buffets you, you're a goner. I say, I ask him, um, how long will this wind keep up? Is this commonplace for the mountains? Well, in that area, usually it's a common part of the wind. Right, okay. What variates is the strength of it. So it's strongest at around nightfall right. like before dusk noted thank you will you stay here this evening oh yeah i'm not i'm not walking six eight hours good downhill in the dark good i was going to suggest an old mm -hmm. um I'll just keep watch for a while. And then he just stays there, has like a very simple meal with bread and cheese. And um, if some of you have trouble sleeping, you will see that he doesn't. Like something just clicks in him when he goes like, yeah, this is quite enough. Boom. At some point in the evening, hmm. I want to leave the house go out and try and fly around and get a feel for the wind. Okay. So that I, I'm not at a disadvantage tomorrow. <coughs> so you see Megara going out into the rain? <coughs> okay. You alright? Yes, I need to make sure I'm prepared for tomorrow. Stay safe. Stay so, good. Megara, yes. Can you see in the dark? I don't know. Can I? Well, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> as good as a mortal could. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I don't oh. often do that. Um, you transform. Yep. You you shed this mortal coil that you have learned to use, <laughs> and finally stretch out your body, your legs, your arms, your wings. There, there. Describe your true form oh, so, uh, for our viewers. It is um, a kind of a large set of, of uh, wings with black feathers, um, very, very tough skin that has kind of the texture and colour of rock, um, so it's not, it's a very inhuman looking, uh, inhuman looking kind of form. Otherwise than that, it's I suppose broadly bipedal, but it doesn't really look I mean, it would be tough to tell gender from this creature. Um, there are, um, yeah, I guess, uh, like horns which come from, or spikes that come from various parts of the of the body. Um, and I guess nobody is seeing this, but from from the from the point of taking off, the wingspan will be very large. So, mm -hmm. so if someone someone was like looking up from the sky, it would certainly look abnormal. Yeah. it's not like a the size of a bird, <laughs> a large one. <laughs> so, not a bird, it's not a plane. Yep. <clears throat> it's a very inhuman look. Yep. And um, you first fly up, mm. and right after you leave the 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 tree top line, the with no longer having that barrier there, the, mm -hmm. the natural barrier that the trees make, you can feel the wings. And the winds are strong. So normally I would be gliding, or I'd be looking for air currents to glide on. Yeah, right now you're yeah you're yeah. trying to to gain altitude. Yeah. But if you're gonna look for for a current, it might drag you quite a while, uh, quite a way away. And uh, it's not like, even though the cabin is the only light in this side of the mountain, gain enough altitude, and with the rain you will not be able to see it. So I want to just practice. Flying, like hovering in the same space because I will have to adjust myself to remain where I am because I'm imagining I'm being pushed by the wind. Yes. So it's that kind of thing that I want to do. Can so, you do a flight check, please? Yeah. What does that come under? Flight. Where is that? Oh, yeah. Powers. Uh, flight. That's green. Green. It'll take you a few hours to do it. So it's not going to be like an easy thing. It'll take you almost half the night. Okay. Okay. So I'm just, I'm kind of around outside, obviously. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Like going up and down and sometimes like yeah. whew, regaining your strength and just going up again. Anything else you're doing over the course of the evening? Yeah, I'm going to say, Hazel. Yes. Are you able to hunt when it's dark? I... Very dark. Yes, I suppose I should be able to. Could you find your way if it was dark? Could you lead Remulus through a dark place if need be? Um, I imagine so. Good. Any uh, particular reason? I'm thinking about if we face this Garxix. Mm -hmm. Seems to me if Megara can't see well in the dark, then perhaps he can't either. But I know that you don't always rely on those senses. That is, that is true. 
just want to turn things in our favour, that's all. Yeah. No, that could, that could definitely work. And if things are going badly, you could be the one to get Rimulus away. Yes. Yeah. And if things are going well, you could be the one to make his life worse. I'm fairly certain I'll be capable of that. As am I. Remulus, what are you doing? I'm just quite, 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 quite listening in and seeing if there has any change to. You wanna, you wanna check with your crystal. You wanna you resonate with it. Can I get a psychic, a psychic check from you? Bad idea, I know, but fucking hell. You have a red. Okay, okay, <laughs> red, red is good. <laughs> Red check is good. White would have been amazing for me. Um, so you're trying to figure out what it is. Right now, what you're trying to feel, like right now, is is you're using it sort of like a spidey sense. You are not feeling any tingling, any anything actually. The sort of like the cold breeze and everything. It's not making you shiver right now. It just feels calming, soothing. Like like cold water over burn. You still feel the pain and you still are half numb. But it feels way better. So you can uncover. Just like you would put like a, a, a wet cloth over a wound to clean it and also to keep it soothing. Just the temperature and the breeze and, and and the slow, soft cracking and groaning of the wood in the fireplace as it just with the fire. It lulls you to sleep and it's not a bad dream. It's the first decent piece of sleep you've had probably in months. <laughs> after a very like after a little over half of your night trying to make it happen you now feel confident in sort of like which way which winds updrafts downdrafts how they feel so yeah you're feeling confident that you can have that slight advantage and then come back and get to sleep then you go back to the ground, transform back into, and a very wet, naked arbiter comes in. I don't care if I'm naked, I saw him. I know. She, she sort of, sort of dries herself only because she wants to sit down in front of the fire, ridiculously close to the fire, and then covers herself with the hides and the blankets that she has. You doing anything over the course of the night? Mm, nothing that clever, I don't think. The following day comes, and the hunter, true enough, takes you to a place where you can hear the wind whistling through the trees. And at some point, he just says, you know, careful. And if you walk slowly in the, the direction he tells you, you're... <coughs> walking downwards on a hill, and a little bit of a hill. And of course, 
some of the trees are somewhat packed together, but there's also sort of like smaller uh, trees. Not very common. Not very common. You do know that when, when you have tall trees, there's not a lot growing in the ground. But this have um, other helechos, which is like, I will remember the word and we'll say it. These ones that are more, they usually grow with less light, a lot less. So they, they just hamper visibility. But not much. You take a step, move one aside, and you can see four meters in front of you. Even with the rain, because you're being protected. But at some point, there are no more trees. And that's when you realize it. That the hill, with all the trees, and with the last row of trees right on the edge. And then it's just a drop. How many trees behind? Because when you are like three or four trees behind, you can you can already see, like you you don't see any more ground. Yeah. yeah, if you're like four trees behind, you 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 know there is a drop. Okay. Beyond that, it might look like when a, a, a hill steep and then it it just changes the angle. So you need to be closer to see the ground over that step. This is why we're proposing to have it out with him. He says that there is a small clearing, Oof. sort of, uh, the hunter, he's the one taking you there, sort of sideways up, in which this sort of situation, like it's a lot easier to get distracted and walk in the wrong direction. Right. Mm. And, he's, and you don't have to walk many paces until you're... Like, okay. If you're wanting to ambush someone, you just have to get him stand as close to that edge as possible. Um, do I have an expectation that Garthos can fly? You have not seen him with wings? No. no. That is something that the Arenas and, and people like you have. Okay. You, you do know he has four arms and... Uh, a long tail that <laughs> and and a long a long tail that is effectively a whip. Okay. Uh, plus the claws and the fangs and the poison and. But if he fell over a cliff edge, it wouldn't go well for him. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it wouldn't go well for him. Whereas if I fell over a cliff edge, I'd be fine. Yes, yes. So okay. Right. With your two arms. My children. Yeah. <laughs> if I was thrown over it, with four arms, I'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. <clears throat> okay. So, this is this is isolated. This good. And the clearing can be used for anything. People come here and use it for rituals during the summer festivities, meeting up, lovers. Inevitable, <laughs> but more than one person has come, never come back. I would like to, without like making mention of this, look at all of these three people and determine if I think any of them will die here or should die here. Ooh, roll. Oh, fuck. This is for you. 
Angora. Angora. Now, oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's worth knowing. It's, it's, it determines the order of saving you. If <laughs> so, so it's going to be a a psyche roll. You need oh yellow or better. Yellow. yellow or better, okay. Yellow. Because it's, it's more complicated, but you do have the occult lore and your, your talents. Mm -hmm. I've got 91, which is yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, you do see the two guys' lifeline sort of getting dimmer. More, even more dimmer, if that's the worst English ever, than, <laughs> than Hazel's. Okay. So basically, you know you're stepping into danger. Yep. And that's where things are uncertain because you're going against your destiny. Or the preordained, you know. Yes, because if you die at his hands... So they look, the lifeline threats look slightly more tenuous. Okay. But even more so for Redrake and Remulus. Okay. So I think they have a higher chance of dying in this situation yes. than not. Okay. Yes. Okay. Noted. So when we're here in this clearing, has the hunter gone or Stayed or if you want him staying, he stays. If not, he'll be in the cabin. <laughs> it's a few hours, and if you don't come back by tomorrow uh, noon, I go back. Seems reasonable. I don't see why. I don't want him. I don't want him here. No, no. He's he. He's just saying. If you need help, further help, I'll help you. In which case, I'll switch to my normal form. Okay. As soon as he's not there. <laughs> so I'm ready. Hazel will promise him that she'll be careful. Yeah. And now you, the four of you, get to be there, but with Megara's true form. What preparations are you taking? Great question. Go. So yeah, Pidrick will say, Megara, you've said several times that you're going to deal with Dark Six. Yes. Yes. Do you have a, a plan for that, or are you? Is this I'll just to your increased height? This your plan? Yes. I mean, I thought we would fight it out. Seems the most sensible proposition. Yeah, I'm confident I can defeat him. So you want us just to watch? Well, I mean, what I thought you would be doing is closing up whatever he comes through, so he can't get back. Yes, I can try and keep him here. And what I thought anyone else would be doing is also hitting him, because that would be beneficial. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. But I'm open to a discussion, if that's amazing. <coughs> uh, I mean, we have trees around, so is there any way to make some natural traps with what we have around us? He doesn't have any... Uh, he doesn't have any wings, he's got four arms and a tail, so you'll need to stay out of the way of that. But yeah. it does mean if you throw him over the edge, he's going to suffer for it. Oh, good. So, uh, so you'll be beating the crap of him on the way down? No. Oh, you'll just let him fall? Uh, I see, yeah. Why would I catch him? If he just falls to the bottom of the cliff, that would be very bad for him. I imagine so. 
Right. Can he die in the way that we can die? Well, I mean, he can be damaged enough that I can pull him back. But for that, I need a portal opened. Here's a... And that feels like a job for you, Vitra. Yes, I'm sure we can come to some arrangement should we have him captured. I believe you mentioned that um, that you think that the way, he, the way he makes portals is through some sort of device or amulet or something. <laughs> I need to guess. I, I mean, of course, but should that be true, don't you think we should take that from him before he goes flying off the cliff? Because if he, if I understand this correctly, he can open these rifts anywhere. Couldn't he open them in thin air? Or right before he hits the floor? Good question. Mm. The other two doors we know about were attached to a physical object. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, yeah. my thinking... In same regard, the ground is also... Oh, but if you're hitting that very, very fast, that's... I mean, also, the device could break. And then... Very true. I mean, certainly, I don't want to leave such a device here. People from my world shouldn't be in your world. That's mm-hmm. a fact. And people from your world shouldn't be in mine. No. Oh, okay. Well, perhaps Hazel, if you see the device on him, you should try and take it from him. I will. What's your proposition then, Vidrum? My proposition is that we defeat him. You in 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 this. We hit him very hard. You are here to want something from me in return for doing your part of this. Well, it depends on how things play out. (coughs) Well, if things play out. How I imagine they will. Mm. Then we will have a prisoner to return to my world. Yes, yes. and of course, not only will he have caused whatever upset he has here, and you'll be able to take him back for some kind of punishment, he will also fail to complete his bargain with me, which means he can be undone. And isn't that wonderful for everyone? Except for the fact that I would like him to see that part of his bargain through. So, if you wish me to return you to your world, I'm happy to do it, providing you bring back my soul. No. Well, then, I hope you enjoy this wonderful place. Because we're going to be spending a long, long time here. I'm not allowing you to extort this out of me. I thought uh, pact making was what you people did. Pact making is what he does. If I make a pact, it's one I plan on sticking to, and since I can't stick to the one you've proposed, I'm not prepared to make it. Well, that's very honest of you. Does this mean we are no longer in accord with our intended outcome? It means we have to see how things play out. But if you want me to try and open some way into your world, which is not without risk, then I would quite like to have my soul back, seeing as it's owed to me. It's not owed to you. It is. By me. No. But... And he made that pact with you against the belief of our people. So if I were to agree to your terms, I would be committing the same crime he has committed. Well, in the sense, but also well, in, in the, the sense, sense of the fact. In a sense, my actions will be restoring balance and order between our two worlds, and you surely appreciate that my soul shouldn't really be down there in the first place. That's not for me to judge. Well, others of your kind have meddled on a poor innocent mortal, and so you could also restore that to balance, and everyone ends up happy. Don't you think? 
surely Moden shouldn't be dabbling with us either. He's just as bad in his own way as Garxix. That does ring true for you. Moris doesn't have an in to this world. Shouldn't have an in into this world. I was barely more than a child when he came to me with offers and promises. And you know how persuasive they can be. Yes. Exactly. So this seems to be a way to restore everything to rights. Otherwise, the only one that can get you back is Garxix. And I wouldn't trust any options he gives you. He knows you mean his destruction. And if you get him back, the pact that he's failed to live with me guarantees his destruction. Whatever happens. Doesn't guarantee his destruction. Guarantees a punishment in accord with his actions, which may or may not be destruction. I'm sure you can make a very persuasive case. Do I think that if I made this agreement with him, it's in my power to deliver it? Like, like so if, if he and I went back, is is collecting his soul and returning it a thing I could plausibly do. Well, if you if you bring Garthix back for him to get his soul back, yeah. Garthix and Modin should be judged. Trialed and judged. Okay. Because that is the implication here. Modin should not be meddling with souls. And for some reason, Garcix found out and came back for a second take. Okay. So we're talking high-ranking... People who rank higher than me, for sure. Yes. Both of them. Okay. Even though Garcix is a, a traitor and a defector. But that's a million. Yeah, but it's higher rank still. Yeah. As far as, like, power and... But presumably there are other people who are not traitors who I could leverage. Yes, you would have to do that. Yeah, yeah. So it would be within your remit. Okay. Uh, and also, Richard, your your friend on the other side of the veal, has made sure that you are not seen as a traitor. You are not seen as a defector. Okay. In which case, I'll say... Um, it's possible for me to do what you want. It will take some time. Providing I'm still alive at the end of it, you can have all the time you want. I'm not certain that time passes the same way here as it does in my world. I speak this to you in uh, a matter of being honest in this regard. I am, uh, if I return with Garthix, and I, and there will be a trial for both him and uh, Modin. Then they can be judged on that. Judgment might enable me, would enable me, if done the correct way, to take, to return your soul to you. So in that regard, and only if you're successful in opening a portal through which we are we can take him back and closing it again so that others may not pass through 
so, we will have an, we will have an accord. So to, to sum this up in less words than you used, what you're saying is, if I can open a portal to send you and Garxix back, which does not remain open, then you will return my soul to me. Such that when I die, it will not end up with me in your realm. Yes, that's exactly what I said. Then I feel the need to repeat it. We have an accord. Very well. And if this is done, then Remulus will be free of this uh, whole burden, and Hazel, you will have your revenge. Yeah. Everyone's happy. Well. Right? Right. So, you are in the clearing. How are you gonna tempt him to come? Oh, we've got Garxix bait over here. I don't know. Anyone else have suggestions? You wanna reach out to him? Can you get me a psyche roll, please? At five, because you got you managed to attune with your crystal last night. At five. I mean, the the, the base roll is sixty nine, which I can't Which is seventy four. Yeah, seventy four, which is a yellow. Yellow. You reach out with your mind. <laughs> you you've been trained in the, in the you know in the academy. You've been trained. Um, oh, the reason you have a, 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 a plus five was that I mentioned that, right? The, the resonance. Yeah. So you have trained in the, in the academy to push your mind beyond some of the boundaries. You have seen students being taught how to, how to push their senses, their sight, their hearing, and others, their thoughts. And that's what you're trying. You're trying to push your thoughts out there. The first place you know you can try to place your thoughts, but it would be useless, is a few meters away from you, right where Vidric is. Because you can feel that resonance of the dark force, of the void of nothingness. So you stretch out, you reach out for it. Beyond him, there's not nothing immediately. So you stretch further still and beyond. Something feels odd down in, inside the earth at some point, down deep into the heart of the mountain, something, but something that is lost forgotten well, laying sleep you push them further and at some point you do feel darkness but it's accompanied by pain somebody else's pain and right next to that pain you can feel you or is it him? It's far away from him, so it, from here, so it cannot be you. It must be him. 
you can touch him with your mind, what do you do? First, I'm going to sort of hold and see if he notices. Yes, you... You in, <coughs> instinctively know when you sort of prod that he stops and hesitates. He's, you cannot see where he is. You can, you can only feel the area immediately around him. You feel the pain like a lingering echo that's permeating him on his soul. Not part of it. It's just as if something happened outside and he's just in the presence of it. He just basked on somebody's pain. Guys, thanks. Remulus, have you reconsidered my offer? I have. It's easy. All we need to do is get rid of Modin, you and I. If Modin's done, I can give you Vidric's soul. But also... I can untie my soul from that place. I've found a new one, a better one. This is um come to me. This is draining on me. Why don't you come to me? Where are you? I describe where I am. You basically open your mind so he can touch and follow it. I'll be there before sunset. Thank you. I'll come out. <laughs> He'll be here before sunset. He's a little, by the way, is immediately by his side as soon as he comes out of that trance. Yeah. <laughs> with a with cough on his yeah. forehead. <laughs> yeah. He, um, you. A likely suspected trap, I'm guessing. But, um... He believes that I've uh, reconsidered his offer. In which... He would like... Me to travel with him to... End Modus. And then untie his soul from... Your... Realm? Yes, I rather imagine that's what he wanted. Well, if he's on his way, then perhaps I'll look at Megara. You should find somewhere to, to hide where you can swoop down in a eventual fashion. Why would I need somewhere to hide? Because we want him to come here. Well, he's going to come here. He just says as much. But if he sees you here, he might be less likely to come. That is... This is an ambush, after all. And if this I is the ambush him. part. If I can lure I him... I'd rather imagine he was going to step out of a portal and I was going to hit him. Well, well, yes, but if like you he won't be looking before he comes, will he? Depends well, we, on where the portal is. Yeah. If the portal's on that tree, he's got this area. If he's got that tree, he can go see Very this well. area. <laughs> Step off the edge of the cliff. <laughs> I <laughs> just wait below the level of the ground. Smart. Yeah. 
But at the same time, cursing the fact that I was about to build a fire to keep myself from freezing to death. <laughs> 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 Somehow flying in the mountains until he gets it. <coughs> right in front of a cliff. Yeah. Like, flying here, in front of a cliff, where the whole wind is gusting like... <laughs> Well, actually, it's, it's getting night, so you're feeling it coming from the mountain down. It's like the sinking. Like the, it's the breeze that you feel actually sinking. It's not the one that is puffing up towards okay, yeah. actually. It creates, actually, a, a, a further sensation of vertigo if you're in the tree line because you feel yourself being pushed towards the, the cliff. But if you are right there in freefall, you feel it pushing down. Okay. It's... You're still shaken because of the the emotions and the sensation and 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 the whole thing, especially that how you found it with that that pain. That roll intuition, please. That is a yellow. Wow, nice. So you that pain is from someone whose life probably ended by his hand and and he acted like a, like a magnifying glass on the sun you were looking for his signature for his essence you know it because it's a part of you but that pain just magnified it in a different way in a way that did not resonate with you it felt different but stronger and of course you're shook because it was very vivid it's the, it's the psychic imprint of it I think he's uh, just absorbed something to make him stronger Well, I suppose there's not much we can do about that now. No, but hopefully he will. Yeah. Well, I'm going to put a bit of distance. I imagine he's expecting you to be alone. Likely. Yeah. I'll. I'll do the same. Well, I'm gonna maybe go. Look for a place in the trees nearby to like somewhere close. <laughs> Obviously, out in the. Okay, are you hiding or just protecting yourself? Um, I, I mean, half-assed hiding. <laughs> Roll uh, agility. Uh, that's a white check. <laughs> You're. I mean, hugging like a tree somewhere there. It's like, oh, somewhere where I can watch. It's fine. You. Uh, Hazel is going to transform and then hide in the woods. So Can you describe uh, yes. transformation, <laughs> so please? What happens is that she pulls the hood just a little bit further so that the head of the wolf will cover her face. And then it is as though the veins in the wolf's skin are starting to resonate and glow. And as that happens, she slowly turns into the creature and the creature is a massive mammoth of a it's sort of like a timber wolf but it's sort of like a dire wolf it's it's just a 
massive, big, dark, copper red wolf. Insanely long fangs and the, the claws just digging to the earth. As she's leaving, it's just a squeeze my This is actually, of all this, this is actually fucking awesome. I'll, I'll be right in the trees where you need me. She'll say this probably telepathically. Because it, don't definitely know. telepathically. You can communicate telepathically. Mm. That's still fucking weird. I know. <laughs> can, I, can I ask you to be facing the cliff edge so that he will have his back to me? Can you roll intuition, please? Yellow. How, how come it takes so long? It's like, yeah. <laughs> because I couldn't read it. I will admit, I had some trouble as well. Oh, it's the small numbers, right? It's the small numbers in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yes. Basically, you orientate him in a way that will help you. Yes. Okay. So now, I need... Uh, <laughs> I need uh, intuition checks from the rest of you. Intuition, 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 you say. Intuition. Ah, shut up. White. White. As green as the tree. <laughs> <coughs> You're the one who notices coming out. Yes, yeah, right, people. <laughs> From a rock. Okay. And uh, actually, from sideways. So he will have to. Like he's diagonal where he is. He will have to walk All right. around that. Thing. But he, he will end up turning his back towards you. Also, he's coming with other people. Do I think he has kind of done the thing he's normally where he stepped through some kind of weird door and like he's come through and then there are other people going to start to come through? You see him come through. Mm. But then you see a woman coming after him. What I would like to do, if I can, mm -hmm. is try and close the gate he's opened to stop as many people as possible coming. Red through. check means that it's only him and the woman. Because, I mean, you cannot yes. close it before. Yes. Uh, yellow means that someone else comes in. <laughs> Green means that two more people come in. And white means that all six of them come in. Okay. okay. <laughs> Am I able to do that from where I am, or do I need to be present at the, the rock? Uh, no, because your rank in Dark Force Manipulation is monstrous, so you, you are at, a, at, at the distance that you can use. So I imagine that, yeah, he will be doing that thing that people do in superhero movies, you know, where they kind of make the gestures. And, yeah. I think he's working on it from where he is, but... So. Uh, it's not bad. It's a yellow. It's a yellow, so... Him, or him the woman, and then right behind him, the the porter. You you sort of managed to find the way to pull it, like like pulling strings sideways and closing it in, okay. and someone manages to leap forwards, and then it, it's a bit span, a big one. What's that? And they the three of them immediately freak out. Garcix turns to you and says, well, well, 
You brought the blacksmith with you? I thought he would be appropriate for this conversation. I didn't realize you were bringing others. Yeah, but bringing us to the middle of the mountain. Not a smart idea, kid. And he transforms into his form. The woman that's with him also transforms and she looks like Megara, this androgynous figure with black I'm the crying out of Megara. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, assuming I can hear this happening, then I, 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 when you finish your description, I will take action. And the big guy actually sort of mutates inwards. He looks like a, it's a very ugly sort of fang snipe, uh, spider. But it's only a five-legged spider. Fanged. In, it's, it's not big. But you know, it's dangerous. It's the kind of thing that would be poisonous to you on a lethal level. So okay. you can only imagine what it will do to mortals. Okay. I mean, I'm assuming when I f- kind of fly up from where I am, I see this. Yeah. Unexpectedly lots number of people. Yes. Okay. Three. One of them on Nedin is like you. In which case, um, so if I think the spider creature is the most dangerous to everybody else, then I will, will go for the spider creature immediately. Mm-hmm. The, um, when he transforms... Does he have on his person, like, a large flashing medallion, crown, ring, object that screams, this is the source of my sneaky teleporting power, or, or not? I mean, it'll have to be pretty obvious, but if he does, I, I'm just curious, because obviously we had a discussion about it the previous night. I will need a recent roll from you. Yeah, that's a yellow check. Okay. I'm very it's a small it's a small saber like dagger. It you know it has like a, a little saber handle. Yeah. But it's a small short <coughs> dagger. Yeah. The thing is that the whole thing is is sort of like made out of silver or it looks like silver to you, you're a crafter. Yeah. So even like the, the guard, it's just, it's just one piece of silver. It's not ornate or anything. It's just silver with the guard, everything. So I reckon that we want to get this dagger off him. When he comes through, you when he came through, you're trying to, trying to remember, when he came through, he was putting something away. Ah, okay. But now that he's transformed in his sort of otherworldly clothes, it, that remains as a, actually, it's that ridiculous mockery of, like, he grew in size. Yeah. So this looks... It's like a tiny thing. Yeah, it, it looks... Almost comically small. Is Hazel anywhere near me? She's around, and you know that she can hear your thoughts. Okay. Well, in that case, I will think. If you address them to them, to them, to her. Get the dagger. Get the dagger. The silver dagger. Okay. So I'm just gonna need you to roll initiative, which is basically one d ten. I don't have that. You said it was all. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. Your side rolls one detained. 
My side oh, rolls 1d10. Who wants to roll for us? I just rolled. Right. Okay, well, will you, will you? Well, it's not going to be me. <laughs> I got a 5. You got a 5. Okay. Now, everybody, from your from your intuition rank, you just add the 10th. Sorry, what? sorry, say that again. Your intuition. Yeah. What's your number? 40. You add 4. Why? He rolled 5. Yes. So you, so you have 9. Yes. Uh, never mind. Don't explain this to me. So basically, I'll go one, two. Well, it's, it, you're gonna go from higher up. So twenty. No, no one. Nineteen. No. Eighteen. Seventeen. Sixteen. Fifteen. Fourteen. Thirteen. Thirteen. Twelve. No one is on twelve. Great. My turn. Box. <laughs> what if you? Oh, yeah. Why are we going down? Never Sorry. Mind. Never mind. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, highest first. That's it. Yeah, but I'm on 44. Yeah. What? No, you're on. No, 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 no. Just the tens. Um, Just the tens. For every ten, you add one. <laughs> Basically. So if you got 44, you got four. What? The, what? And you add the five that he rolled to it. That's it. Okay. So you have this is learning oh, maths no, with no, Beth. No, with Bex. Maths. It's important. <laughs> Shut up, I'm an accountant. <laughs> The problem is this is actually too easy, Matthew. You need to be more, more demanding. Yeah. I'm a visual person. Nine, <laughs> <coughs> nine. I misspent you to play role-playing games. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, the spider thingy goes at you at a speed that you were not expecting, jumps at you, and you feel it go with one of its, one of its sort of legs. You, you see now that it's just four legs. The fifth leg is more like a stinger. Mm -hmm. And it goes at you super fast. You can barely see it. And then tries to bite you. But it, it misses with such a grace both of, your, of the attacks. Because you, you manage to turn to get away from it. Eleven. Ten. Ten? Yes. What did you do? Right. Um, I think Hazel will try to stay in the trees for as long as she can, and then ambush Garcix from. Well, basically, you can't. You you can get to him right now. Garcix has his sight fixed. Excellent. Yeah. On him, so you're gonna try and get just the dagger. And and then run. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna need you to do two checks. Okay. One is going to be an uh, agility check and using your wolf form. Yeah. Stats. And depending on how that goes, is this? That is a green. Okay. And now you need a strength check. Strength. On your wolf form as well. Okay. Not better, that's white. Okay, so you managed to get it to where he is. Mm. And you managed to nip with your teeth. And you get the dagger off of his belt. But he shoves you. So the dagger falls. And you just slide sideways. And now the dagger is between you and him. But his face tells a story that... Mm. Like, he's very concerned that he doesn't have the dagger with him. Nine? I think. 
Yes. It's <laughs> your turn. Uh, so from where I am, my, I want to fly over to where the spider creature is. Yes. Drop it over the side of the cliff. Okay. So <laughs> it's going to be a it's going to be a grapple check. Uh, so it's going to be a <laughs> very very simple strength check uh, using your demon stats. Against mine, it is green. Mine is white, so you manage to grab it, and then with your move action, you just move action with your movement, you just fly. Just let go. And then you stop the grapple. Yeah. So it's, it was a very easy way to deal with that poor spot. I mean, it might come back, but it's not <laughs> for now. It is not a problem for now. Eight. Seven. There you go. Okay. <laughs> you go and I go, but I'm not like the the so the woman is not going to go after you. So, so can I uh, can I see the fact that he's panicking about this dagger? Yes. I'm gonna use this, and I'm gonna try and hit it full on, and go try and destroy it. Oh, you're gonna try to destroy the dagger with your projectile. Go for it. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> Did you get a red check? I got 95, which is a red check. Yay. Shit. <laughs> hey, wait, 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 because I, I need to check the, the, the strength, the, the material strength of it. I am leaving the dice there. No, 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 no. I believe you. I just need... I was not expecting... To be honest, you know when you prepare stuff, but you think... My characters are not that smart. Like, sorry, my players are not that smart. They're not going to think about destroying it in the middle of combat. Material strength. Thank you. Fuck it up, fuck it up. 15. So no. It's, it's, it's wide in every single planet. So you see it. When you, you get this spider that is trying to hold on to, to, to hang on to one of the trees in which uh, Remulus is docked behind so it didn't hit him. You just take it out and push yourself with your the talons of your feet outwards. You, of course, let the creature drop and then open your wings and and do the fly, the, you know, the, the flap forwards. As you're reincorporating yourself, Remulus is just getting his wand out and immediately blasting it. And you think he's gonna go and blast Garsix. But he hits the ground. You don't know exactly what happens, but there is a light, brief light, and then a black purple ball starts expanding. I am sorry. Does this look like the previous portal or nothing like the previous portal? It looks like the portal, but it, it looks nothing like your world. Shit, okay. Thanks. Uh, fuck just it's, it's my turn. It's Garthic's turn. You should fucking kill me when you have the chance. He goes at you. <laughs> of course. <laughs> because... He, <laughs> yeah, it's, let me kill him. Because I need, I'm need. i going to need that essence to survive that. Mm. Can you make me an endurance check? Yeah, that is entirely as I expected. Wide, right? Yeah. Boom, you're slammed. 
you are sent flying down. What, over the cliff? Yes. Shit. Shit. I saw that shit coming, don't worry. Uh, yes, assume it's your turn. Uh, if anyone else has acted, I'm on five. Oh, oh no, no, it's the, it's the girl's turn. Yeah. And, and she actually flies to hit you. Okay. Ooh, can you do an agility check, please? An agility. Sorry, evade, evade check. It's further down the... Yes. Yellow? Green. Ooh, your head. Does my body armor do anything in this? How much body armor you have? Rank 40? So you're hit very, very hard, <laughs> and he shoves you sideways, but the thick hide of the wolf form takes all of the damage. Okay? All right. But you, she hit you hard, yeah. and he heard. No, really didn't. Uh, <laughs> Peter. Okay, how big is this thing of this this thing that's appeared? Right now, small, no, no, no bigger than a twelve-year-old. No bigger in the diameter. No bigger than a twelve-year-old in diameter. In diameter, so it's quite big. Well, yeah, I mean, depending. If are we talking planetary scales? No. It's tiny. All right, fine. <laughs> um, so what I think I'm going to do. Having recently closed the other thing, as if like pulling the string shot, I appreciate it's going to be much worse. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try and contain this before it gets too big and ideally close it down. Okay. Dark force manipulation, please. Core power. <laughs> White it is. Oh. Um, psyche, please. Oh, my favorite. Uh, White it is. <laughs> Yep. The reason it's not working is because this is not Dark Force. He's not using this to go to another place. This is a new one. This is the equivalent of a sort of a, a dead perk tree. When you close it, or when you reach out with your armor to try and close it, it touches your mind. Mm -hmm. It's fair to say that Vidric will struggle to be the same for a while okay right now you consider yourself uh, stunned yeah and for the next round uh because you're going into sort of like the shadow realm which is the one he's been using to jump in and out mm -hmm. so the three of you tell me your actions so just to clarify He's fallen over the cliff edge. Yes. She's been whacked in the side. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Hazel is, first of all, going to direct some thoughts at Lagara. Going, go and get him. Yes. Don't let him fall to his death. Yes. I mean, she is basically, she has like a, a hub, a router, telepathic. She's talking to everybody in wolf form. Who else is left on their side? Spider thing is over the cliff. Mm -hmm. The girl in in Garisix. Yeah, Garisix. that's it. Okay, so it's if I go and get him, then I'm leaving the the girl and Gar Garis Garisix against them too. These two. Yeah. I'm not doing much. She doesn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> um. 
I mean, Luke, I can't, I can't lose. Just slow forward. Um, do I think? Because I, I'm assuming I know how far a drop it is. It's far enough to have hopefully killed the spider creature. Um, how long do I, th- how long do I think it will take me to get? like there and back because basically i'm happy to have him as a casualty if it means stopping these two doing something much more serious you think you could risk it but then you would have to do a multiple action check fine i'll do that then. i'll go mm-hmm. after him and do the check or deal with hazel's wrath yeah uh, uh, <laughs> can i have can i have a fighting check from you a fighting check yes from your demon form Yellow? No, green. You... How much is your fighting? How much is my fighting? Yes. 40. Okay, green is what you need for two actions at a penalty. Okay. Fine. So... No, no, no. I mean, if you fail the check, you have one action at triple the penalty. Oh, I see. Okay. Then in which, in, that means I can do, I can get him. You can do, do things. You can do two things. Okay, fine. What do you want to do? I want to go and get him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if I can, if I can get back up, then I'll yeah, just, it will be just. Okay, then I'll just drop him, and then I'll hit. Um, uh, cool. And and, and and your action is going to be be saved. So, <laughs> can you, you? You don't need to roll to fly and pick, pick him up. I don't need to. I, to. Because you know how to fly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's probably quite a giant thing. The world, just, but you will have to make a roll to hit uh, Garcix on the way up. Okay. And can you please tell me... And can you please tell me... What, oh, you're gonna you're just going to tear this woman with your fangs and claws, right? That is the plan. Yeah, so both of you roll. What am I rolling again? Fighting. Fail. I mean, all maps fail. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> You're you're back to your senses. <laughs> Anything in particular you want to do? So I've now established this is not dark force energy, and I can't close it. You can try and close it. You can use the dark force to force it shut, but you cannot manipulate it. It is it's so like sort of getting two other things, and then yes, yeah. yes. Um, um, can I can I get a perception check from you? Basically, intuition. Me? Yes. Sure. My intuition's not great. Uh, so that's a green check. There's something speaking from behind, from inside. Something speaking from inside. Something is speaking from inside. From inside this rift thing. Yes. Okay. Oh. In a in a sort of in what manner is it speaking? Is it it it's speaking? Some something is peeking through. Oh, peeking through. Yeah. Is it really terrifying? <laughs> By any chance. <laughs> It looks absolutely terrifying, but it's it's I, it's sad. Because, I mean, I'm talking about what you see is like sort of this, Hmm. given the dimensions. Okay. But it's looking at Garcix. So you're talking about something which which I is about a third of the diameter. Okay, right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to craft a shield mm-hmm. my dark force energy and then I'm going to advance upon the rift okay hang on no hang on this is a stomach this is like it's as big as a 12 year old yeah I'm just going to try 
I'm going to try to use the Dark Force to collapse it. I was thinking about literally physically using the shield and my armor as two points to. Okay, so it's a roll. If you get a white roll, I, the, the creature inside gets to act. Um, kill everybody. Uh, if you get a green check, I get to do one action. If you get yellow or better, you close it before I do anything. Okay. How does a red check grab you? You close the portal in enough time to, like, the, the combat is not going to go forever. They're big, big weapons where their ability to move around and the fact that they had something that had it stung any of you would have died. Megara dealt with that in a second. Garsix immediately calls it off, calls the other woman, stop, stop, stop. I mean, am I allowed to not stop? <laughs> oh, yeah, you are allowed. Mm -hmm. He's not compelling you. He just says, please. I can go with you. Good. You can also come with me if you want. The girl who's with him, mm -hmm. is she Tisiphone or is she Electo? Or she is just, or she could say, of, of the three, of the other two people. She's Electra. Ah, okay. Where are you going? We found another realm in which we can be whatever we want. It takes a little work to get from one place to the other. But it's easy once you know the ritual. Reason. White. I can't go with you, Garso. I made a pact with him. And I'm not walking out of it like you walked out of yours. Or rather agreed a pact you couldn't deliver. So we have to go back, all of us. Turn to the girl and say, And you, I'm surprised at you. You know better than this. This is not our purpose. It's not ours to decide what we want to be. She, she cannot even meet your case. He does tell you that that blade was the one they would use to go back. There's no way for them to go back. But this is when you show them that you have a way back mm. that involves almost trying to toy with the forces of nature. I mean, what could go wrong? After a while and some attempts, Vidric manages to open a portal to your land through a mirror from which Richard is watching, as in guiding him in the right way through the right place. You are asked to join them, Remulus, 
for you bear part of the essence of this realm untimely. And you had an untimely death. And there must be a judgment for that. It's not your soul that will be judged. It's the resolution that can be beneficial this for is you. Veredicts can absolve your soul. We need you to come. Justice has to be done. If it's not done at the end of a soul's existence, then what's the purpose of his life? Will I return? Yeah. I have no reason to think you will not. Wait, do I? No, he's... Dead. No, no, he, he, he actually, he should be returning. Yes, yeah, yeah. Now, the state in which he will return, he probably still has the essence, he probably will be rebuilt, doesn't matter, but he will be returning. Yes, we're back. And I'll be back with what you asked of me. Well, it's been good to do business with you. And I hope, uh, I'll look at Gartic, <laughs> you have a terrible time. And as the demon is taken back to his realm, and Remulus finally finds a way to get rid of what curse runs in his vein, Megara has finally met the man who has made her suffer in a different realm. Hazel has had her revenge against those who dare strike at the heart of her family, and Vidric feels vindicated there is someone someplace in the shadows who has seen them and now wants them thank you for joining us tonight in this one shot i'm sorry we ran late i got over enthusiastic i saw callum telling me to end and i couldn't stop again this is Callum appreciation weekend send them all all your love amazing Ted Gould number A has done an amazing and fantastic job thank you very much to my players I hope you have liked it it was an experiment amazing thank you to our live audience from for tonight also I believe Callum was very kind to me I believe this episode had zero hands <laughs> gotcha <laughs> for the sixth episode of Blood on the Tamises, our Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle in Oxfordshire, England. Coming back from our mid-season break. We love you. See you next week. Bye. Bye.